Welcome to the Red and Black League Boys High School Hockey Podcast. I'm Tony Scott. This week we have a special show. I don't appear on it very often, which may keep you on for longer or keep you off for longer. Your choice. We'll have a top 10 with Carl, Pat Griswold, head coach at Holy Angels, and senior forward Alex Bump from Prior Lake join us in an interview segment. We'll do some picks and have a whole bunch more for you. Hope you enjoy today's show. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Well, gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? You know, I I had a Latin teacher in high school, Tony, that... um, used to tell me I translate my Latin sentences like Yoda speaks. <laughs> <laughs> and that, your intro reminded me of that. <laughs> I'm not I even like sure if that, that that's, story. I'm not taking that as a compliment. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be one. I wasn't really feeling that. I, I am feeling this Cooper jersey behind me. Yeah. Are you saying I'm defunct, just like Cooper is? We might have some defunct jerseys behind you for the rest of the way. I like it. It's a good theme for me. So I, I, I play. I, my, my school is defunct. Um, as mm-hmm. we are watching the Bills and Chiefs game right now, it's going to overtime. It is it's not. Gonna, it's going to. Unless, Travis Kelsey just misses another field goal. Yeah. He's what? done that several times. Or he, yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll keep moving along. Right <laughs> we'll keep moving <laughs> along. Sorry, that's what's going on over here. Carl oh, made it an ugly game. Face. I thought it was a four point game. No, okay. no. All okay. Right. Well, what a wonderful anyway. show we're having. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening to us. Content right away. This is like the Mannings watching a game and you you're expecting one thing and you're gonna get commentary on a football game. Uh okay, so what are we gonna talk about tonight? It's your show. Well, um, Carl's yeah, well, leading the news. I guess we could start with some news. Um, and our first news is Danny news, because Danny was at Hockey Day this year. And despite, you know, having strong opinions on the weather and the whole you know, charade that goes along with Hockey Day every year, he still, you know, gets dragged back. I think it's kind of an abusive relationship, isn't it, Danny? <laughs> it is an abusive relationship. <laughs> it's kind of like El Pacino. He keeps going back. El Pacino yeah. and Godfather Part 3, just as I thought I was out, they pull me back in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have four pairs of pants on, three jackets, two shirts. I got lucky. I I was in the press box calling it, and they like it blocked the wind, so I didn't have any of so, that. No snow so problems. You were inside and wearing four pairs of pants. It was a not uh, let me put, unheated unheated cement bunker of a press box that was made when the football field was made. Yeah, which post World War Two. Yeah, I mean it's so old, Carl. That literally the people from Mankato told us that they had to drill holes through it so they could hear what's going on on the outside because they could never hear Ooh, and so much of a bunker. that's that's how we wired the mics through 
for uh, outside through these no- holes. Th- through yeah, through the holes for the nice. outside noise. Nice. Yeah, and then like everybody kept using our door to get into like the main area, and it was just like every time you open the door, it'd be like close the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Felt like a dad. Yeah. People yelling at. Yeah. Well, it was just like dirty looks. Like, what are you doing? We are live on air, and you're just. Oh, I need to get by you. It's like this isn't a thing on the radio. <laughs> so, what is everybody's opinion on? I'd like to get everyone's opinion on hockey day. I have a very strong opinion about it, uh, Danny. Uh, yours is usually weather driven. Is there anything else that you don't like or do like about I, I, hockey day? What I do like is it. It does a good job focusing on the community. Telling stories about the community. What I don't like about it is it doesn't know anything about the community. It's telling stories about. Focuses on really weird, random stuff. It's not for the players. It doesn't feel like most of the time. It's for the television crew there. And that that's weird. It's not for a spectator, in my opinion. No. I didn't see any like students, per se, either. Which mm, you, you know, hit, you hit—that's the nail that you hit right on the head. Well, the the the, the game for the students was last night or the, the night before, I should say. True, but I've been to a lot of hockey days, and I've seen pretty empty student sections, quote unquote, too. I mean, Carl, do you remember Denfeld showing up? Do you remember Eveleth showing up at that game? Or Lakeville North, for that matter, in Duluth? Yeah. I, Denfeld I, had a bit, but, you know. I don't remember Stillwater. Don't remember Eden Prairie, Matamidi, or whoever the hell Matamidi played that year. Like, Who I don't, did they play? I, I don't know. Did they play Greenway, maybe? Could have, but... N- they nobody showed up like so it's not made for the students you know type of thing you know what i remember more about monomina who their uniforms yeah and if they were like red white and blue like washington capitals yeah. looking oh, things they were weren't they awful yeah yeah and so There's nothing to do with monomina right a lot of it really detracts from high school hockey where i feel like the state tournament does a really good job at bringing us the tournament Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with all of its, you know, TV failings that it can have at times, it does a really good job at that, and we all love it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't think Hockey Day does that. What makes what you talked about? Even the high school, you can't screw up the fact that they have a really cheap ticket price for students, and it is a hip place to go, especially in the two hundred oh. for students. And that you don't get that. You don't get that. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, the the tournament is and will always be the place that we all wanted to go. Well, part of it's the bands too. I mean, the band just brings extra atmosphere to the building. Yeah, yeah, and um, Mankato State's band came or what, the. Do they play on the ice too? I don't know. I that's what they're known <laughs> for. They their marching band marches on the ice during games, which is awesome. Obviously, it's unbelievable. I, uh, for me, I also, this year I was uh, miffed that Mankato wasn't televised. I, I think they should have been. Yeah. You aren't the only one. Um, yeah. I, that was just wrong. I, it's just, it always feels like they do, a, they do a great job, but they lose focus on the people who are there sometimes to see it. Yep. And, you know, it, it gets expensive. 
and everything. And you've that's... listed about a million things. I was kind of looking for just one. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Yeah, Carl. Sorry, I I have <laughs> you know... strong opinions on Hockey Day, and I, I think we all know that. I know. I know, Carl. What do you got? Yeah, I feel like Hockey Day is kind of like the Olympics. You know, it's this cool spectacle. You have this great backdrop. It's in a cool place somewhere around the states instead of around the world. Um, right. Yeah, you know, people get hyped up for it. You know, we. You're going to hear Alex Baum later on the show, and we asked him, you know, why he came back for a senior year. And Hockey Day, I think, was the first thing out of his yeah. mouth, you know, before going to the state tournament. I mean, it was a big deal. But at the same time, yep, the experience is bad. You know, it costs money. Um, and it, it's certainly my, my times in person have been a little sour just because it's been Danny, it's very clear Danny bitching the, the whole time. Let's and be honest. Also that. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm trying to put a positive spin on this. You know, I, I like the coverage that hockey the, the other the things you say the weird abstract stories that they sometimes pull out that's good mm-hmm. for the game uh yeah. it's it, it's it's real positive thing for kids yeah so that part i do like um in a text string that you guys were members of last night they do what i hate and this is i, I, I it's called a cookie cutter approach this whole thing has become kind of cookie cutter you know we know you know everyone knew white bear was going to be hosting right and everybody now is saying reports that and this might be in your news segment, Carl. That he'll, they're going to be playing Hillary. Analyzing my news. Oh, really? They're going to play outside. They can come up with a million other opponents except Hillary. Like, let's come up with something creative for White Bear to play. Like maybe Matamidi. That might be good. They would two birds with one stone. Moundsview. Moundsview would be good. You know, like let's bring somebody else in this. When you said Moundsview on the phone with me tonight, I was like, that is a great idea. I would love to hear more yeah. about Moundsview. We can go Rob McClanahan on the bit, you know? It'd be, yeah. it'd be fun. Let's let's do something different instead of just get the cookie. Anyone got the cookie cutter back there? Yeah, here it is. White Beard Hill. That's just so lame. Well, and, if you're going... kind of broke the cookie cutter and this I, year. I don't like having games that really matters for sections yes. outside either. That's another one. Thank if, you. If you're yeah. Big thing is to be like, we want to bring coverage of hockey to a community. You didn't play Bemidji in the premier game, and you didn't play Mankato in the premier game, or even on TV, and that bothers me. I I agree. The Matamidi White Bear, they're equivalent hockey teams. It's neighbors. I mean, they literally live across the lake. They play against each other in youth hockey growing up. It'd be a great game. And yeah. it'd be fun to watch. They don't play each other in the regular season. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it would be fun. Let's go watch it. And, they, and, and knowing those two teams, Montemina has proven it, yeah. they would put a really good uniform out there. And it'd be fun to watch. Let's yeah. talk uniforms. Who had the best of on TV yesterday? Ooh. Who okay, had the so best we, uniforms we... of the four? I thought Andover's was, girls was the weakest because I've seen it. They, they, when they make it to state, that's kind of their – go to that the the Vegas gold jersey so I'd seen that look before thought that was the weakest um I thought that um East Grand Forks were good uh that was a good uniform but it was was sublimated it doesn't matter well I'm just dude you're are you writing the check for it sublimated is a lot less expensive than a cut and so okay well I'm just you know stating facts and then I thought um, Prior Lakes were fantastic, even though I know they had photos of Matt Christ on there somewhere. Yeah. I couldn't see we, the photos we, we of Matt Christ. Yeah. But we could get, a, the, we get into that. Don't the, worry. If that was just a plain navy and not photos of Matt Christ, yes, 
and yellow breezers and uh, the number in front that's one of the best uniforms I've ever seen. Just kill the photos of Matt yeah. Christ. Yeah. And I love Com- Matt Christ. Com- right? That's number two. Agree. That was number two. And then Edina Girls blew everyone away, not even close. Yeah, those are the coolest good. uniform I've seen. No question about it. That's yeah. my ranking. Do you guys agree with those on the unis? Yeah, I really liked Prior Lakes, so except for the pictures. Everything. I couldn't see them. I couldn't see them on TV. Carl, your thoughts? Uh, first off, football game's over. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought the Prior Lake uniforms were interesting. I like it could have been like totally like just perfect if they didn't do the uh, additions, but the additions were at least unique. It was like yeah. this is weird, a little weird, but at least they tried. I yeah. some put out. Yeah, yeah and green waves were, were sharp. Yeah, so e- green, whole, green wave or green way. Green, green wave. wave. <laughs> I said the green way. I'm like, wow. Waves, waves. Got it, got it. All right. Sorry to if we cannibalized any of your news, Carl. Do you have some for us? <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you did just steal my news. But anyway, hockey day next year is in White Point. going to be hosted by White <laughs> Lake, and they're going to play Hill. It's going to be in we a We don't park. know that. That has not officially been announced yet, has it? But we think it's. I, going they had to be. white bear people on the ice. I, I don't think they've announced that it's Hill, but yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, not that part. But the, yeah. the 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 opponent is likely to be Hill, but mm-hmm. let's hope it's not. Um, Hill has already been in three hockey days as well, yeah. so that's something to Ooh, yeah. keep in mind. Gross. Yeah, it's a lot of Hill. It's a lot of Hill, <laughs> and we love Hill, but that's gross. Mm-hmm. Come on. Anyway, um, in other news. Uh, Head over to St. Louis Park, where Coach Ben Horsch, who was in his first season, has resigned as of this week. That's just puzzling. Mace. <laughs> That's puzzling. Like, clearly things were not going well. Yeah, something's up. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad. Mm-hmm. And, it, and there's a lot of potential there. Um, yeah. What they've done in the hockey program at St. Louis Park over the last five to ten years has been pretty good. The, the neighborhoods are definitely turning over there. They've had some good youth programs. Heck, they got a couple D1 players, Johnny Sorensen yeah, and Bauer, Luke Mobley, Bauer Newdecker. I mean, they, yeah. they, and they got some more coming up. Kids, maybe a couple are going over to Benilla, but a lot are staying as well. So uh, this really strong Pee Wee Bantam group that they've had the last few years, only two of them. Are, are going to private schools. The rest are staying public. So it's and, a decent little crew coming up. And Josh Middleton's a good goaltender. Very good goaltender. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, just interesting news. So, yeah. It's an interesting job. Any idea who might take it? Uh, I have a nominee, uh, Bob Evers. Um, he is uh, the current squirt coach. Now, don't chuckle uh, as a squirt coach. That is only the, the only, not the only thing on his resume. He's a longtime coach. He's been in the program. He works at the rink. He'll drive the Zamboni at the rink. He teaches skills at the rink. That crew I just told you about, the, the Pee Wee Bantam group uh, that's, that's in Bantams right now, uh, top 10 type team in, in Bantams, he was their coach, squirts, peewees, all the way through. Um, he knows these kids. He knows every kid in St. Louis Park. He's a St. Louis Park alum. He coached Eric Rasmussen when Eric was in peewees. I mean, this guy is the ticket. You gave more checks to that than I did negatives in the hockey day. Yeah, he's the man <laughs> yeah. for the job. And he was up at the squirt tackle this week, and I said, Bob, uh, the job is open if you don't take it. Forever hold your peace. That's what I said to him. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was the time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that'd be a good hire. Yep. What else you got? All right. Moving on. We've got a, a bunch of commitments this week. So I'd like to highlight some of these former high school players. And a flip, too. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So All right. first one is Gavin Best, formerly of Blake, um, headed off to Michigan State. Smarty. We met Gavin uh, two days, three days after yeah. his famous goal uh, against mm-hmm. Benilde. Yeah. And we asked him in that room over at Braemar, what are your plans? And he goes, I was going to do, he was going to go to prep school. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and kind of go that route. You know, instead of juniors, he was going to go do a, do a gap year or whatever they call it, a plus one yeah. year they call it. Red shirt year. Yeah. Yeah. Over in, in, in prep school, like old Avon Farms or something. But that mm-hmm. didn't work. He obviously stayed yeah. with the magicians and he's going to Michigan State. So he is doing a little bit of an alternative. He's not, cho- you know, he didn't choose a, you know, Western. Uh, team. He took more of a Midwest, you know, whatever, a Michigan team, yeah. which is pretty rare for, for Minnesota kids. He so. was one of the most well-spoken and kindest kids that, yeah. it, it, because I usually go over for part of those uh, interviews before the state tournament, and he it, he was, he was super cool. Yeah, like, he, was really he was very nice, very humble about everything and the whole experience. Well-spoken. Really well spoken. He's a Richfield kid. lives in lived in Richfield growing oh, yeah. up. Yeah, and but played Minneapolis, Minneapolis youth with that you know legendary sure. group Svendal and Miller and those yeah. kids and Zabinski and all he, those. He guys. was he, uh, yeah, very well spoken. I I I can't speak more highly of just the couple minutes that I got to meet him. Yeah, the type agreed, of thing. Agreed. <laughs> uh, well, who else you got, Carl? Uh, next, uh, sticking with the state of Michigan, uh, Garrett Schiffke of Andover, another uh, 2020 state tournament participant. What you uh, just said about heading to the Wolverines. Yeah, what you just said about Gavin Best, I can say the exact same thing about Schiffke when he came here last year. We had all those COVID interviews where we had to <laughs> keep him like six feet apart with masks on and all that stuff. And really nice kid, uh, knew exactly. Super humble. Talk about humble. Yeah, he's he like, did. Such here's a great kid. Year. He was he was gonna go play for the Mudbugs and. Shreveport. He goes, well, I'm going to probably go play for Shreveport next year. They've tendered me. Oh, shucks, you know. But uh, I was drafted <laughs> by uh, Waterloo, and I'll try out for them, you know, if I can make that. And sure yeah, as shit, he's – the USHL. He makes the team. He not only makes the team, he's one of their best players, and he gets plucked by one of the best programs, historic programs, in the NCAA. So that's called skyrocketing right there. Congratulations, Garrett. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, yep. he was kind of in the shadow of Thorson and all those guys. He, he and now it on. he has, yeah. he literally yeah. passed them. And we saw that last season. All gas, no breaks. the reason they went to that tournament. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. I got to see them in the regular season, like in person, and he lived up to it a couple of times. Yeah. I got to see him. Yeah. You know what? Um, give give Brianna credit. Uh, earlier in the year, she saw them play probably against Maple Grove or something, or uh, St. Mike or Rogers. Yeah, something. And she comes back. She says, "Gary Shivsky's really good. You got to see this kid." And, and I'm like, "Really?" Again, he was in the shadow of Kaiser and Thorsten and all those guys. I'm like, and he, she was right. She nailed it. There's always like one Mr. Hockey candidate. That just sneaks out of nowhere yes. his senior year, and yeah. that was Shisky last wow. year. Baki was the one who really snuck yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, Baki. <laughs> really snuck out of yeah. nowhere. What is Camp? Uh, He's the Magicians, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Cool. All right. Sorry, Carl. All right. Next on the list, uh, Scott, Eric Polkamp, Brainerd, committed to Bemidji. I got a story about Eric. He, uh, we had a tournament and we needed a team. And uh, actually, Carmen Johnson from oh, Little, yeah, Falls Little Falls had all these old fours that were from central Minnesota. She goes, oh, I got probably five or six. You know, <laughs> I got this kid, that kid. And they came down and they were we were pretty good. They It was like a six-teamer and they got to the, the they finished third, and and the oldest Johnson coached the team, and the, I ran a practice, and before so I was the coach, and this guy was the brother was gonna come and help out, and we ran this little practice, and Pole Camp was back at the point, and they passed the puck out to him or something, and he shot the puck, it hit the backboard like. A thud. I was like, holy crap. That again. <laughs> Shot it. You know, he's probably 14 years old. Fired another one. Bam! And it went in. I was like, all right, guys. Shh, 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 come on in here. We get on the power play. Give it to Averman. This guy. Pole camp. <laughs> let him shoot it. And that was the yeah. strategy the rest of the The Riley Tufty strategy. Yeah, just get him the puck. Him up. Him I've up. never seen anything like it. He was 14 years old. And he was just got yeah. a cannon. And pole camps yeah. have had a good lineage. Oh them. yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing Eric a few times. Eastwood played Brainerd, uh, you know, regularly, and he uh, he was the, that team for a while there. Yeah, was, no doubt. Fun to watch. Uh, okay, and we got one final kid on the commitment list. Uh, this is this is a, a decommit and a recommit. Uh, a Zach Michaelis of Elk River had been committed to ne- Nebraska Omaha, now going to Northern Michigan, and he's in the. BCHL now, isn't he? Uh, I would have to look. I think he is. I haven't looked. I haven't rabbit holed him in a while. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's a lot of commitments. Yeah. yeah. Is UNO struggling right now? No, oh, they're doing okay. They're kind of portal. Okay. Hunting. Yeah. Okay. You know? I'm yeah. just wondering why they got a flip few on portal kids come in last year, and I'm guessing maybe you know because he's got. Another year, Michael's had another year. Okay. So, Northern Michigan said, we'll take you now. Sure. You sure. Know, where yeah. maybe Nebraska was slow playing them for another year in juniors. Well, and Grant's mm-hmm. probably seen them, too. Oh, a yeah. Of times, so oh, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. All right. Moving on. The next thing I have is just a fun fact for today. And this revolves around Finn Loftus, who appeared on this show last week since he made the, the central scouting list. And it's another accolade for the Blaine defenseman who – is now the all-time leading scoring Blaine defenseman. He passed Michael Brodzinski. Whoa. Yeah. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a good one, isn't it? That's a great stat. And what did I tell yeah. you guys? What did I tell you guys? Uh, he, Carl quizzed I got a, a stat or something on mm-hmm. Lost. I was like, well, it's, it's the fact that his dad was an assistant coach for Tony Sarsland at Elk River. He goes, nope, that's not it. But that'd be a good one. <laughs> that is also a good fact, Tony. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. All right, we'll round up this news segment with uh, maybe some heavier news. Um, this one goes to an Albert Lee player named Max Edwin, who uh, suffered something that just sounds brutal—a lacerated kidney in the game. Just sounds in a game awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, so. Our well wishes to Max, who is, of course, out for the season now, but um, there's a campaign, a Max effort campaign going on at Albert Lee to raise, you know, to show support for him. Um, their Twitter, which is at ALHS Boys Hockey One, has some, some details yeah. on that. I encourage people to check it out. But, there's uh, some t shirts that are $10 yeah. that look actually pretty mm-hmm. cool. So that's cool. Yeah. So our, our best to Max and hope he makes a good recovery and we see him back on the ice soon. Yeah. 
All right. Lacerated kidney's going to hurt. That's, <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling a chant coming on here. Are you feeling a chant? Oh, it's brewing. Uh, is it brewing? Start the chant, Danny. Come on, man. What is the time for, Danny? R. T C R. T C R. T C R. Okay, enough. Okay, enough. Sorry. Come on. Thank you. Thank you to Tradition Company. Yeah, Tradition. Thank you, Tradition Companies, for their rankings. T C R. Now they're not going to want to advertise with us ever again. Yeah, we just we just lost all our money. I'm good at editing. I can I can get rid of that. Thank you, Danny. All right. He wants so badly to be the star of the uh, TikTok show. He, he just It just try happens him. naturally, really Danny. Don't force it. Oh, yep. should I should Don't I say my it. top three things that I hear at a rink? <laughs> <laughs> I've told you guys these this I week. love this, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> these happen only in order, okay? So this is like there's, rank, ranking, there's so rankings. This is rank the things Danny hears at a rink. Oh, where's Tony? That's <laughs> <laughs> number one. <laughs> Are you Carl? Number two. Uh, well, is Carl coming? <laughs> that is the best one. Was well, he coming? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, uh, I told Danny this story uh, today when he was telling me these his rankings. And I go, well, you know, when Tom Chorsky and I, because we grew up together, same neighborhood. We were together all the time, played hockey together, played sports together. And this is probably between 1990 and 2005, you know, when he was NHL or just recently NHL. He's living his he's, best he's, life. He's living his best life. He's he's the king of the world. Stanley Cobb, all that other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just, you know, marketing guy, right? Just regular <laughs> yeah. guy. And I'd be in the neighborhood. I'd be at a funeral or at a wedding or, you know, at my parents' house run into someone from the neighborhood and the first question someone would say hey tony how you doing oh i'm good i'm doing this hey, have you seen tom shorsky lately and i was like <laughs> yeah sure yep. you know like, <laughs> when he he's in, in the nhl what else do you want me to say you know tom's doing better <laughs> yeah he's doing great you know <laughs> I'm here though. I'm right here. Yeah. He's not here. I am. Don't care. Don't care. People are telling you, you plastic. <laughs> <laughs> going up to him. Yeah. yeah. So I know the feeling, Danny. And, yeah. yeah. Everybody and, has. And I, and I always say everyone has their Tom Chorskis, You know. Mm-hmm. So. Carl's and I feel your Tom for Danny Chorsky. too, because it's like, like Danny goes to so many more games than I do in a normal season. <laughs> And you get like, all the much credit. It's more likely that Danny is at your game. Than I, than <laughs> much high, especially in the metro area, right? Yeah. I make maybe two metro games a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Carl coming, though? No. No, he it's won't a be here. Tuesday. He's in Duluth. He won't yeah. be coming. We do these uh, on, on our TikTok, not to promote TikTok too much. Uh, we do these game, teams to watch, all these fun things. And Peter writes them. He. Does all the announcing and Jazzy edits it and puts the whole thing together. And you go and read the comments. Great job, Tony. I love your quotes, <laughs> Tony. Tony, this. Tony, I'm like, I didn't do a damn thing to that TikTok. Yeah. But they he has no and, idea how to do that. But, yeah, I yeah. didn't do any of it. But thanks for the credit. I'll surely take it. Okay, let's get to some yeah, actual let's go. TCR. TCR. Oh, rankings. Oh, rankings. Oh, you want to hear those. TCR. Okay. All so right. Starting with double A. This is actually 
Kind yeah. of consistent suddenly here. Yeah. Number one, Creature Hall. Yeah. Yep. Number two, Andover. Andover, yeah. didn't lose. Number three, Benilde. Yeah. Hot, red hot Benilde. Well, yeah. they, they yeah. had a couple oh, of teams that. Where's mine from last week? Uh, oh, be right here. Sorry. That, 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 that it? This, yeah. None of this has changed. <laughs> none of this has changed. That's not it. There. Number four is Hill Murray. <laughs> Keep reading, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Keep reading. Okay. I'll just say that's the same top four for the past three weeks. Uh, Number five, Edina. <laughs> okay. Mm. Wait, is wh- that who is new? Four? Who is four? Yes. Who is four? Four was Hill. Hill. And then Edina. Okay. Yep. And Edina went up, right? They went up a spot. Who yep. went down? Rozo. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they lost to... Yep. Wyzetta. Number six, Wyzetta. Wyzetta. It's got to be Wyzetta. I yeah, knew they, they were had a, great, they had a great, great weekend. weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. I knew they were going They're up. pouring on right now. Right. Yeah. The, the cream is rising there. Uh, number seven, Rozo. Wow, that's Ugh. kind. Yeah, that is that's kind. Really it wasn't kind. a bad loss, but you'll, you'll see the logic here. Okay. Okay. All right. And Centennial's got to go bye bye. Yeah, Unless they're going to make the TikTok for the third straight week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we titled this week's TikTok as Centennial Part Two. Sorry, sorry, we forgot about you again. <laughs> Number All eight, right. Smorehead. Okay, yeah. Then it, Grand Rapids has got to be up there now. They're number nine. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you see why they're in that order? Yep. There. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now and St. Then, Thomas is number 10? No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. That's laughable. I mean, <laughs> Here goes Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to think. Who would, I don't think it yeah. can't be Centennial. What was the score of the Centennial it's game? It's it was, it was seven, seven to four. four. Yeah. All right, did um, you go into your late conference grab bag? No, no, one's no, there and there's no, no one there no, either. There's good enough. Yeah. I know. I'm joking. Prior Lake. No, um, no, no. Um, oh, fun. Uh, just give us a little mm-hmm. bit Keep of guessing. time here. Keep Lakeville South. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Lakeville yeah. South. Okay, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Mm. Yeah, they had a good week. Yeah, they, they look they, good they too. And we don't ever do yeah. eleven through twenty-five, but I'm just curious because now our new tease. Yeah. There's always a tease, right? Who's the on? latest tease? Is the casino? They are the tease because they played Lakeville South tough, right? Overtime. Yeah, that's a tease, don't you think? Did it's, you it's did they did they tease. squeak into your twenty-five? They are in the twenty-five, okay. which they were last week too. But yeah, yeah. So okay. they think it might have edged up a spot or two, but there's there's still twenty to twenty-five. Okay. I, is there any other? Te- do you have a tease out there? Someone who you, they tease you, you know, and you know um, that there's more there than there really is. Like Wyzetta was that for a while? Yeah. Uh, it's it's really like after the top ten, the next few were, were easy. It's just the, the five double A pile up of Maple Grove and Centennial and Rogers. Yeah. Then you got EP, who's who's consistently. Yeah, I think 14, you could. 15. I think you could get your sharpie out and put EP yeah. at fourteen and just that's, leave them there. Right, that's it's my take. Yeah. E- yeah, EP is that's the my most... take. You took that from me. Mm-hmm. I, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> bull. Okay, I told all you all this was my take all week. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Eden Prairie has between, <laughs> my between thirteen and fifteen for the past six weeks. <laughs> yeah, they are the <laughs> yes. most. 
the most consistent team. team. You will mm-hmm. always get the number fifteen team in the state. It's kind of like it's yeah. kind of like Lee Smith's line rotation: 14, 14, 14, 15, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14. 14. <laughs> But like it, to beat Eden Prairie, it's like playing to your handicap. Yes, they are. They are. Yeah, I yep. shot eighty three again. <laughs> it's Damn like, it. but you're gonna lose if you shoot to your yeah. handicap because they're yeah. gonna beat that. Yeah, and they've they proven yep. that all year. I agree. Good take. All right, yep. that's it. Yeah, right? beyond that, beyond that is just a, a mess. Yeah, is there anyone Champlin, else? Eastview, oh, oh, Rosemount. That was a funny question. Yeah. Don't even I say that word, <laughs> please. Don't say Rosemount. Stop. Rosemont has to drive you insane, Carl. They do. I put them at 15, and they tied Apple Valley. Yes! Don't even say it! I gotta go watch. That's one of the teams I gotta go watch. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. I gotta go watch. Yeah, the, I had to go watch them in girls, too, because they have mysterious They're not scores. bad, but they're mysterious. Mysterious they scores. So mysterious. I gotta go see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. How did this team beat They beat they Crete or Andover. 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 They beat Andover. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> okay. Um, who? This is always a fun question. Who is twenty five? To me, week, it's more right? interesting than eleven. To be honest with you, like Phil North. I need to look it up again. No, no they're higher than, higher than that. That they got beat this week. Who By beat Gentry? Them? I was By Gentry. Oh, duh, that's right. I was, I was on the there. phone with you when yeah. they beat them. Yeah, I was there. Twenty five is Chaplin Park. No, they've been down there. The whole time. I think they were there last week too. Yeah, yeah they were twenty when in there somewhere. They're a good twenty-five. Yep. Okay. Well, A's... where's where's Sartell? <laughs> no, no, they're not I, good. I... But they're my litmus test for everything mm. north of the metro. They're a weird team. They play so many teams. No, I know I, they do. They play a lot. I'm of just variety. saying that as a general question. Yeah, like, they're not in the twenty-five, are they, no, Carl? No, they're not. If they are, I will stab you with this no. pen. I'll just... They're not. Don't worry. I didn't even look at them. All right. Being threatened. Anyway. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, a? A is uh, Hermantown, yeah. War Road. We have a my Minneapolis guys. We'll get to that in a second. Three is Matamidi. We just can't yep. move Matamidi. No, they're better than Minneapolis no. and oh, Delano. Yeah, they I, just are. Right now, they are better than them. They have a better goaltender, and they have better overall team Everything. play. And, yeah. and results. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. the thing is, some of these wonk, I'll, I'll call the other rankers, wonkers, they, they aren't even rankers. <laughs> they because they look at their record, they're seven, seven, and one or whatever. They you know they get bumped. Like how could you bump a team that played Hermantown to yeah. a goal game? How yeah, do you bump a team yeah. that beat St. Thomas? How do you yeah. do these things? You well, 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 let's not go too far on that St. Thomas. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, you get what I'm saying. So then four is my Minneapolis. Yes, okay, yeah, it is. Do we bring this up now that this is the worst, and I'm a Minneapolis <laughs> alum, this is the worst number four team in the history of YHH podcast rankings for Class A. We had Class little falls there earlier. Do you think they're, they're They were undefeated, though. They, they were, were undefeated. undefeated. Yeah. They were undefeated. I mean, I can. there are warts on the Minneapolis resume. There were no warts sure. that we could name of other than a really That's lucky true. win against Alexandria. Yeah. So, all right. Would you agree with that, Carl? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. 
Yeah. They it, keep winning, though. They're the number one seed. They're the number one seed. They're they? the number one seed. I don't even have to look. Perfection. I don't even have to look at Eric. I won't say his name because he hasn't given me permission. My friend Eric <laughs> made this beautiful document for me and for the forum. And I don't even have to look at two because they have it wrapped up. They're the number one seed. After as that, of today. it's a bloodbath. Oh, after my Delano. gosh. Yeah, He's got Orno at two. Delano yeah, at three. Yeah, Orno two, Delano three, Prov at four, Southwest five, Lich six, Mound seven, Breck. Oh my lord, eight, Ooh. Hutch nine, Kennedy ten, Waconia eleven. Kennedy beat Waconia. Um, I think Kennedy's gonna. There's they they could, every that game. could be the sneaky team. They could be the sneaky team. Every game in that section is, is crazy. Dirty. It's been that way ever since Breck de-emphasized hockey. Yeah, this section has always has been the funnest. Yes, yes. Even yes, the yes, section, especially the section great. final over at St. Louis Park, has been. Cra- I've never been to it. Brianna's been at the last. I've been to the semis. Crazy, there. crazy. Um, okay, who's number six, Carl? Good semi prep. Number six is Little Falls. And we they, just they're one loss. One and, loss. And Little Falls. Now you kind of see where our reasoning kind of falls. Yep. yep. Seven. Number seven becomes Detroit Lakes. I'd like to look at their schedule and see when they have a game of impact. Because they, they, they play in that Central Lakes Conference. Uh, I'll tell you, Carl, keep reading while I. You know, with. <laughs> they play in the Mid State Conference. Do they? Yeah, whoever's in that. Ooh. That's a nun. They play Morris Benson or something? Uh, Wadena, like Deer Creek next yeah. week. So they play Wadena, Lake of the Woods, Breckenridge, Wapaton, Wadena, Brainerd, Park Rapids, Little Falls on February 10th, Red Lake Falls, Alex Ooh. on the 15th. And Where's that Little Falls game? Is that an exchange? No. Ugh. DL's like three and a half hours away. Yeah, it's not close. Mm-hmm. You can go to the Zorpas. It's <laughs> <laughs> about it. Fun. Uh, Fun. <laughs> there's an El Loro, though, in Detroit Lakes. El Loro is really your good. El Loro is your jam. Oh. This is you, my jam. It's my jam. I know what you're gonna. You know what you're gonna get, and it's warm chips. Eight minutes <laughs> from literally <laughs> eight to twelve minutes from order to mouth. That's my kind of food. <laughs> Fast. Fast. Sounds about right, mister. I, I buy my rice. <laughs> I buy my <laughs> rice. It's pre-made. I, <laughs> I like my that rice. Might... I like my rice made. <laughs> that might be the... I forgot about that. You Peter. buy your pre-cooked rice. Peter. You go to Chin's to Like, hey. honey, what are we having? Oh, I'll stop by Chin's <laughs> to get the okay, rice. I have my... That funny. Hey, I make Who my own them? Kung Pao. I have my own <laughs> Kung Pao recipe. I cook, I grill the chicken. I do. The rice is just such a pain. It's such a pain. I hate it. It's just another thing to do. Bring the rice in. I'll teach you a recipe. You'll never have to. I get to focus on the the main dish. Rice can be. Yeah. Just, Next up on the podcast, done. our new segment, <laughs> Cooking with Tony. <laughs> oh, okay, right. who's number? After Detroit Lakes, I don't know how we got to rice, but we did. So it was. <laughs> All right. Eight. Number eight is Alexandria. I think Alex is better than Detroit Lakes. Just okay. 
Okay. They got to win. But they Number nine, yeah. Fergus Falls. Because they lost to the people in front of them. Let's see what my friend Eric says about 6A. But they lost to the people in front of them, and that's that's what we're using that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. He's got Alexander number one. I probably. All right. Sorry. Even with the, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Then number ten is Northfield. Yeah. Yeah. We debated Mankato East, but the North. Shut that down. Uh, <laughs> Northfield beat Rochester Mayo. Where um, yeah. East lost to Mayo, yep. or tied them, yep. Uh, yep. one of the two. Yep. But it, it doesn't matter. Like that was our decision breaker on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Then Providence and Denfeld being the other two who are in the conversation here, but right. Denfeld just still the same thing we complained about last week. Either quality win, yeah, or a competitive result against a good team. And Providence, even though they're fifteen three and one, I, the eye test for me just wasn't there. No. All right, sorry, I was looking something up. Who did you say was 10? Was it East or Northfield? Northfield. What were you looking up? I was just looking up who he had as the um, two seed. He had it, Alex Fergus. Okay. In in 6A, sorry. All right, should we do an interview? Let's do it, Danny. Take it away. Well, I assume thank you, Tony, again, but um, so – both of our segments without Tony will start with thank you, Tony, and we'll remind It's really weird. It's really, weird really weird because Tony's not here. Um, instead, we're joined with Holy Angels head coach, Pat Griswold. Grizz, how's it going? Good. Good. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Yeah. So, um, well, let's let's talk about Grizz, um, uh, current head coach at Holy Angels. How many years has it been now? Uh, this is year five. Oh, this is year five. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We're getting old. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, well, let's let's talk uh, about um, you know growing up. Where where did you play growing up? So I lived in Egan, but um, that was before Egan High School, and I lived in, in mm. but I played in the Burnsville School District. So I so okay. I literally the end of my street was the cutoff for Egan hockey, and then all the kids in Egan went to Rosemont at the time. When okay. I was growing up. Okay. And they, they built huh. the high school in 92. Um, oh, wow. And so I played in the Burnsville School District. So Burnsville School District, still to this day, where my parents live is the same house. And um, that's still Burnsville School District. Oh, that's weird, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's interesting. Oh. Yeah. And, and then and then, um, and then Savage, part of Savage, used to be, is still in the Burnsville. I don't know if it still is, but it was. It was District 191. Yeah. yeah so. Sure. Well, and yeah, like. These are weird down there. It's, yeah, it's, it's really strange. Rosemount, yeah. Apple Valley. And Burnsville, like, like, like there's a really weird one. Like it's Farmington and Rosemont, Apple Valley, and kids yes. go to Lakeville. Yeah, they got a Farmington. So it's just a kind of a weird area too, as well too. So, but yeah, I grew up in the uh, Burnsville school district. Um, played um, played my youth hockey all the way up in, through Burnsville. And that, it's kind of cool. And there was some good players at Burnsville at yeah. that time. Yeah, obviously. we were really good. I mean, we uh, my AP year, um, and that was the same era as the. 93 Jaguars, right? Yep. And yep. Edina, right? And it was us, Edina, and, or it was us, Edina, and Jefferson were 1-2-3. <laughs> um, and we beat we beat Jefferson and Peewees. We beat them 4-3 and Peewees. Um, so we were actually number one ranked team in the state for a little bit, which is <laughs> which is crazy. And then and then we all went into District 6 together. Sure. Right? Still District 6. District 6, right? And we had the top three teams, and we got bumped. We lost first two games. 
Oh wow! And we had four lot, three losses going into the going into it. Yeah, and then the state championship game ended up being Edina and Jefferson. Of course, right. And that was kind of before, um, you know, the only two teams from a district would go to regions. Yeah. So we didn't we didn't make it. So it was crazy. But, I mean, we were very very good, and we had five losses on the year, and I think we had seven eight guys on that team play college hockey. So we were good. <laughs> so high school, you don't go to Burnsville. Where do you go? Um, I started at Creighton. Okay. Um, and then I transferred my junior over to Minnehaha. Um, a bunch of my buddies that um, I played with in Burnsville growing up was at Minnehaha, and then I um, transferred over to Minnehaha. Opposite of my dad. My dad started at Minnehaha and transferred to Breck. Oh, wow. Okay. Because, like, Minnehaha used to be the old Breck campus. Yes. And so then he rode the bus with uh-huh. those kids, and he was there for the switch, and he kept going to Yeah, so Breck. The lo- where the arena is, right, that yep. used to be Breck High School. Yep. yep. And, and then they huh. – um, the legend is that Minnehaha tried to get the Golden Valley campus. Yep. Um, and Breck ended up outbidding or whatever it mm-hmm. was, and then that's where they moved. And then Minnehaha took the lower school over and the arena over and everything, and then um, and yeah, that's kind of the legend of it. So yeah. So sure. how 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 were those Minnehaha teams that you were on? Like that's 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 kind of a dark. Yeah. Hole in so my so interesting. Yeah. Um, my junior year. Um, and we were very senior heavy, um, and we had uh, um, a player, C.J. Bazell, um, state's leading scorer on our team, um, hmm. up for Mr. Hockey, um, and he ended up playing at Miami of Ohio, and then he played in the ECHL for a couple years. Um, but we were, I mean, not super deep, but we were, you know, a good line and a half, um, and we were the nut. That was the tier tier one, tier two stuff. Sure. We were, we actually, we were 16 and six. We won our conference. Okay. We won the Tri Metro. Yep. And somehow Dave Palmquist, South St. Paul coach, was our was my coach. Um the girls, the girls coach. coach, the girls yep. coach now. Yep. And uh we were the one seed in tiers actually the ninth seed, right? And okay. um and we should have been in the state tournament, right? And we uh and we actually beat Roosevelt during the year. We didn't want the eight seed because that was Jefferson, right? That was a ninety-three Jefferson team, right? So <laughs> nobody nope. wants that game, right? You nope. know. And so um, we somehow get into tier two, which was awesome. Wait, so how did tier one and tier two work? So they vote. So they would vote one to seventeen, right? And then one through eight was in tier one, and okay. then nine through we had seventeen teams, eighteen teams in our section, and then those bottom teams were in tier two. Okay, so like the so section meetings like and seventeen section. coaches, and they all vote. <laughs> so I think there was a lot of stuff behind the scenes to try I'm to sure. get that yeah. nine seed, right? And yeah. everybody wanted, nobody wanted to be an eight, right? You know? No. Um, and it was interesting because we beat Roosevelt during the year seven to two, <laughs> and they were twelve and twelve, and we were sixteen and six. So anyway, moving on. So we get the nine seed. We play uh, the last seed, Columbia Heights. Okay. Which is the 17 seed? <laughs> yeah. Seven minutes left in the game. It's one nothing. What? Oh yeah. no! Oh, Who's no. leading? We are. <laughs> okay. But it's a little dicey, dicey here. We scored six goals in the last five minutes of the game. Seven nothing. So it looks like a blowout. And the shots yep. were like 50 to five or something, right? You <laughs> right. Know? So then we go to the section semifinals, and we play Edison. Uh, you can see what's Love coming that. here, right? You can see what's coming a, here. A cemetery of defunct programs here. <laughs> yeah. Great. yeah. And, uh, well, that next year, 94, is when Edison went to the state tournament. So they were yeah. all juniors That's on right. the team, and they yeah. were pretty good. Yeah. They were yeah. pretty good. We beat them during the year, 7-2. to two. Yeah. We outshot them 42-7, to seven, and we lost 3-2. to two. Ooh. Ooh. So the next game, and next game was the section final, and being a high school hockey nerd that I am, was at the Met Center. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then, so then they turned around, they lost to, they lost to Minneapolis South. 
Um, and this is Minneapolis's last, or Addison is their last. Addison birth. was ninety four. Yes, yeah, so yeah, ninety three. South last went ninety four. Um, was was Edison, and then Edison turned around, and lost to, lost to them. Then the yeah. next year, Edison went. Then Edison, the next year, um, beat Blake in the section final, and that was when Blake Blake had beaten Jefferson, Jefferson to, to, to end the streak. End the streak, yeah. right? And and Blake was, I mean, darn good, darn right. good that year. I mean, they had, I think they had six, seven D one guys on the team. They were loaded. Okay, um, first trivia for Carl. Carl, who was the head coach of Blake at that time? Blake. Beat Jefferson. I have no clue. Former uh, Jefferson head coach. Jeff Linquist was the head coach really? of Blake yeah. that broke the streak. Mm-hmm. The, the, that was in Sports Illustrated and stuff. That was That's, a big deal. Yeah, it was, it was a, a big deal. deal when that streak got broken. Okay. So, oh. Anyway, so then um so we lost and then uh my junior year uh or my senior year, um we uh we were like we were like probably, and that, that was the first year. So 94, so 92, 93 was the years of the tier one, tier two. 94, my senior year was the first year of actually class A hockey. Yeah. yeah. And then we, uh, we were like five seed or something. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Won the first round. And then we lost, ironically, we lost to Holy Angels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so that was my last high school game was we lost it. We lost, uh, we lost to uh, Holy Angels. Um and on that team was Mike Rostein, our current baseball coach. So I've known Mike since. Oh a long yeah, time, so I, it was I knew fun. that. And, yeah. uh, and uh, who was else is on that? Oh, Jake Schaefer. He ended up was Mr. Baseball. Played in the Twins program. Well, well and Rostein so. played D one as well. At yeah, Purdue. he played baseball at Purdue. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, so college. Ooh, ooh, you so I actually started at Lake Forest. I started uh, in, at Lake Forest in, in Illinois. Illinois. Yep. Okay. Yep. okay. And kind of, and was and everything was great down there. Just kind of. I don't know, a little bit homesick maybe, I guess. Sure. Um, came home, and then uh, last three years, my uh, sophomore, junior, and senior, I played at Augsburg. Okay. Did Lake Forest have a hockey team? They did, yep. Okay. Were yep. you playing on it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was okay. down there, yep. Okay. Then, but then I uh, I transferred back here, so. Okay. So um, you graduate what year then? 1998. Okay. So um, when did you first start coaching at Minnehaha? Uh, I started coaching at Minnehaha in, was it 22? It must have been 2010, 2011, I believe, was the first year. Okay, so what were 98, 11, let's Yeah, so that. I coached, um, I coached, let's see, I coached Abe, well, he was in the South St. Paul Youth Program. Yep. My first year, I was an assistant, so I was Abe Annams the first year, that was before A&AA. And then I coached Abe Peewees, and that's when I had Alex Daylock. <laughs> and then I went to score oh. day, and I actually went to score day because Dave Palmquist and I ended up co-coaching together. Because his two sons were a squirt A. Okay, let's talk about That's... Palmquist for a second okay. here. Yeah. Because yeah. This is a squirt A team. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave has an important role in your life. Yes, absolutely. You know, he was your head coach at Minnehaha. When did Dave go over to South St. Paul then? He went over after my senior year. Okay. So he actually hmm. applied for the girls' job. Okay. I don't know if he wants me putting this out there, but I'll say it anyway. <laughs> um, he's one of my best friends, so it's fine. Um, he was in my wedding too, but um, but anyway, he uh, so he put in for the the boys' job. Bill Moore got the job. Okay. to become the St. Mary's coach, whatever. Yep. Bill Moore got the job. Well, then they started the girls' program at South St. Paul. Called him up. And they offered him a teacher's job, and it was a huge increase in salary for him, right? To yep. go from hmm. Minnehaha to, to South St. Paul, sure. yeah, right? Yeah. So he so he took the job and he started the program. And he's been their head coach since. So well, it's yeah, crazy. He started a dynasty, really. Yes, at, for sure. at yeah. St. Paul. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Okay. I mean, he's the only. I mean, he's the only guy who started that first year that's still coaching now. 
That's crazy. Yeah. 27 years. Well, and he coached – did he coach the boys at all for no. South St. Paul? No. 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 Always girls. No, Always girls. girls, yep. Mm-hmm. It's been girls from day one, yep. Okay, so – you... some squirts on the side, though. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, some, side, some yeah. squirts on the side. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so you're doing some youth coaching, and then what after um, Then I did some AAA stuff in the su- spring, summer, fall. Um, and then I actually reached out. So Scotty Bell was our assistant coach at um, – um, when I was at Augsburg, so okay. his first year out of pro hockey, he was our assistant. <laughs> he was our assistant coach, so that so that's how I know Scotty. Well, I actually got a call from a NA team to do scouting, so okay. I called him and I said, "Hey, is this legit?" Blah blah blah. And he's like, well, "Are you looking to do scouting and coaching?" I said, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, I got an opening here at Hamlin. Do you want to come with me?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." <laughs> so uh, so I jumped in. Corey Leyland was one of the other assistants um, on that team, hmm. and then um, and then Andy Dish uh, played at St. Thomas. Okay, um, um, University of St. Thomas. Um, and I was more like our recruiter guy. I was at practice every day, that kind of stuff. Um, kind of that that third assistant. Um, so I was yeah. a guy up up top, kind of yeah, scouting everything. And Everybody whatever. has one of those on their program. Yeah, it, it seems like. Oh. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was just a great experience. I mean, in Scotty was just. I mean, you know, you talk about influential. Did he have people. hair then? Uh, no. <laughs> no, he, didn't, he didn't. Have did he ever? He yes, he did when we were in when we were in college. He did, um, or when he was oh, our coach yeah. at college. Yeah. So, um, but Scotty was great. I mean, he, I mean, he he just he taught me all the time. Yeah. Right? And like we'd go on a recruiting trip, and he's like, "Okay, here's what we want to accomplish. Here's what we want to do. What do you think?" And blah 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 blah. You know, mm-hmm. all this different stuff. And it was just he helped me a ton. And I, and I wouldn't be coaching. I probably wouldn't have got the mini high job if I wasn't if I didn't have the Hamlin on my resume. Right. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. and um. You know, just uh, there's still things to this day that I so I try to do that with, you know, I have young coaches on my staff. I mean, yep. I have some older coaches on my staff, but I've had some younger coaches and try to just teach them like, hey, this is what we're thinking. This is what we're doing. Here's why I do it. Like with Zach Palmquist with us right now, right? I, you know, certain situations in the game, right? And just like it's just stuff that Scotty taught me that I'm, you know, kind of trying to trying to move on to the younger coaches as well. Yeah, I, now that you say it, I could totally see that connection, like in how the two of you approach things. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he's a um, great guy, and I still I still talk to him, you know, from time to time. I not, haven't much this year, but um, quite a bit in the, quite a bit in the past as well. Um, and he's scouting for the Maple Leafs right now. Toronto. Yep. Yep. So yeah, he was with the after Hamlin. He went with the Penguins. Um, and then uh, what did he? Do? He was at the Gophers. Yeah, the, the Gophers. That's right. Yep. Yep. And then he went. And then got the Gophers, and then he. Uh, and then he Everybody went, forgets about yes, the Gophers. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're very forgettable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Um. Okay, so let's. Uh, did you always want to be a high school head coach? Was that always kind of the you know goal? It's interesting because like growing up, um, I think I always had the coach in me, and I didn't know it. Right? I mean, I was okay. a little kid, hmm. and I used to go to the rink all the time. My brother played um, growing up in Burnsville, and he ended up playing at St. Thomas, Danny, and um, oh. and um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I was just a kid that was always watching. Right. And yeah. I think I, I don't know if it was because I really wanted love the game, which I did. Or was it, you know, did I want to emulate my brother and his buddies and be like them? Right. Yeah. And I used to do it in baseball, too. I used to go and I literally would have my full uniform on and yep. I'd go sit on the bench. Yep. And like I was hoping like I was always going to play with, you know, with the with the brother or whatever, you know, whatever, too. So um, but same thing at baseball, like I wasn't running around like I would just sit there and watch, you know, um, fast forward to high school. And it was interesting. I was talking to my assistants like I used to go. I used to go pre-scout like everybody we play, <laughs> you know, and I would go watch and I like, can just see tendencies. I was talking to our goalie coach, Connor Bopre about this the other day. I used to go and watch and like look at tendencies of kids and what, I, and, and I think it just, 
you know, I think I've always kind of had it in me to, to be a coach. Right. Sure. And, and I don't, I mean, I wasn't in high school going, gosh, I just, I want to be a high school coach. Like, yeah, I mean, that, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't on my mind. And then it just, I started coaching and, um, at the time, you know, I was in a job where I really, I could only coach youth because, you know, I'd work kind of longer hours and whatnot. And, mm -hmm. um, just fortunate now to, to be, you know, have a job where I, you know, I have that flexibility to, to be able to get out at three thirty and go to, go to, uh, go to, go to hockey. So, so, Minneapolis job opens up. Minnehaha. Minnehaha, sorry. Minnehaha opens up. Were you just like, <laughs> No, I actually got a call from um, an administrator. Okay. And um, it wasn't going real well with the current head coach. He was only there for half a year. And um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a, that's just, a we bad. won't talk about it. Anyway, um, so I'd gotten a call and um, said, Hey, are you interested in coming? Like, we think you'd be the perfect guy. And I said, Well, Let's just wait till the season's over. I, then I went to a couple games, just kind of surveyed the situation. And uh, I just decided, you know what? This is, I think this is my calling, right? And it, they were on hard times, you know, mm -hmm. and they were coming off three wins. And I think the year before they had just a couple wins. And I'm like, this is my school. And the school was awesome to me and gave me so much. Like, I have to, like, I need to do this, right? This is my calling. So, um, so that's kind of why I applied. And then, and then fortunately I got the job and was there for six years, six years, yeah. Well, let's talk about Minnehaha for a little bit. So you're at Minnehaha. St. Thomas is kind of on the rise up right now of private schools go. What? Oh, they were already at, yeah, right yeah, there, yeah. Yeah, no, they, were, they were there. They were there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, how do you get kids to kind of look at a Minnehaha instead of a Benilde or a Holy Angels yeah, or what I, have I mean, you? I, I, I don't think we were – swooing kids from St. Thomas and sure. Creighton and Benilde, right? Yeah. It was more like, you know, SPA or staying at their prospective schools, right? Okay. You know? Um, and my idea of kind of we're getting in there was like, hey, we just need numbers, right? Yeah. And we only had, mm -hmm. you know, we had probably 22, 23 kids. The year mm -hmm. I got the job, we um, we we brought on co-ops with St. Agnes um, and uh, St. Croix Lutheran. Yep. It was two co-ops sure. that we had. So that and oh, and deal us out. So that added yep. about 10, 12 kids in our program. All of a sudden, year two, I've got like forty guys, which is a <laughs> lot for you know for that yeah. for there, right? So, yeah. um, but it was just connections I had out there. Like I, you know, again, being a hockey nerd, I know a lot of people in the, the area and, and whatnot, and kids that were coming up, and um, and it was it was, you know, more people calling me. It was like I've never literally gone to a rink. And started passing out business cards. Like I, I haven't. I just that's yeah. not that's not the way I operate, right? It's people come to me, or yeah. just you know, hey, I'm looking for a school. Hey, check him out. Check them out, right? And um, and we kind of dumb, we dumb the schedule down. Um, and that was when Brock was, I mean, still oh, unbelievable, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, my mm -hmm. first year was sixteen nothing, sixteen three, right? So, Oof. right? I mean, came a long way is at the end when you know you know yeah, and at the end, but um, it was getting numbers, dumb it down, get some wins, and. I'll be honest with you, private schools a lot of times are fads, right? And what I, and what I mean by yeah. that, I don't mean that in a bad way. Sure. I'm just saying you win, people will come, right? We started winning. We got higher-level kids coming to, our, coming to our school, right? And that's just, you know, that's just well, the way it, it is. It's true for Hill through decades now. Right. People don't go to Hill, per se, because I was recruited to go to Hill, quote-unquote. They it win was, every year. They win every they year. They have 90 kids going out because they win every year. Right? Exactly. It just, it just is what it is, right? And so it's interesting, you know, how that just happens. Kids just will go there. For sure. Um, so you start off, teams were weaker. You had some good teams, though. You had at yeah. least one good team. Yep, yep. Yeah, we. I mean, we got better and better as we went along. 
and the you know my last year was the probably the best team that we had um and we were you know we were ranked by you guys seven eight nine ten and, and we were by let's play hockey two in the top ten um that year we started 12 and one that year that was the year we won the Schwans and we beat Chaska with Mikey Kester um yeah. You know, that, that whole crew, uh, Pitlick, all those guys, right? I mean, they had 670. Yeah, granted, they were young, but still, right? Yeah. And that was a big deal for us, um, you know? And then, um, you know, unfortunately, we, we got in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, it, it's one of those clouds that follows me around wherever I'm coaching that I, I'm in the <laughs> toughest section, right? Because that year, okay, it's SPA, yep. right? When yeah. SPA was stacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matamidi was stacked. Uh, Johnson was good. They had they – had, one or two Division One guys on that Totino team. Totino was still in that. Totino was there, yeah, right? sure. and that was with Sam Hedges, right? Yep. So we lost in overtime to Johnson. So, we, you know, the the battle was to get to the three seed because we just kind of like Section 6 now, right? Yeah. You know, you don't want to get that 4-5 seed and have the gauntlet, three gauntlet games. Um, and so we we got – we were the four seed. Totino was five. Totino had eight wins. But, again, look who they're playing, right? Yeah. And we lost 4-3, and Sam Hedges had three goals, and we lost 4-3, and we were done. <laughs> you know, and, and mm. you know, we wanted to get in those top three. I felt like, you know, uh, SPA was one. I felt like if we get that three seed, um, you know, we played Matamida. Matamida is kind of like it is now, right? Good goaltending, kind of, you know, a lot of grinders. We would match up better than that. Yeah. And then we'll take our chances with a Division One goaltender against, you know, against SPA. It was mm-hmm. the third time we played him. We, you know, it was like a three to one game. We played him earlier in the year, and I felt like, hey, we know them. I know those guys as well as I know our guys, right? And but we just we unfortunately unfortunately lost in the quarters four three. Well, yeah, your goaltender was a special kid. Still is. Um, let's talk about him for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, great. I mean, Justin's a great story, and and to all those kids, you know, hopefully listening, he was a Bantam B two as an eighth grader, <laughs> right? And he, now, granted, he shouldn't have been a Bantam B two. He was right. Plays a Bantams as a as a ninth grader, but he was already at Minnehaha, and then comes place for us and was fantastic. And it's what's great about and then he went to. He went and played for Brockville um, in the um, the Ontario one of the Central oh, CCHL CCHL. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he played had a great year. Got drafted in the USHL and NA, like the tenth round in the USHL, third round in the NA. Started out in the USHL for a little bit. Was kind of the third goalie, um, and then he just went down to Amarillo um, and lit it, up. Know, lit it up and had a great year. And now he's at now he's at Army. And what's cool is his twin brother Alex is a Division One baseball player down in. Um, for uh, Fort Wayne, Purdue, yeah. So I mean, great, you know. Oh, the Mastodons, yeah. right? I don't know what they are. Oh yeah, I U P U I. No, it's not. No, oh. you're thinking. No, this is uh, oh. this is uh, Indiana Fort Wayne or something. Oh okay, yeah, not oh. IUPUI. Yeah, 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 yeah. IUPUI. Yeah. yeah, that's an in. That's downtown Indy. Yes. Sorry, yep. Carl. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> anybody who's named the Mastodons yes. is a great nickname for sure. Uh, it's a good nickname. So you go from Minnehaha. You leave, you yep. go to Holy Angels. What was what was kind of the process? Yeah, I on just that? Um, it it's one of those things. And I tried to explain to the kids at the time, right? And I, you know, and and I had a lot of great kids still coming back, and I just said, guys, it's just time for a change. And you can't understand this at a 15, 16, 17 year old level. Right. But it's just like yep. when you, when you're an adult, mm-hmm. and it's just you, you're doing a job change, right? And you yeah. career, right? It's just like it just feels like the time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and um. I had an administrator reach out after their season was done and said, are you interested? And I, and I, and to be honest with you, you know, I was probably going to be done either way at Minihaw and just kind of just maybe take a year or whatever, find yeah. the right job and just kind of, yeah. you know, take a breather a little bit and um, got the call and then interviewed and got the job. 
Yeah, holy... Talk about coming into Holy Angels situation there. Because, you know, like when Danny and I were in high school, they were one of, if not the best program in the state. But then, of course, they hit uh, they, uh, they, they... Joe LeBate. You know, yeah. and then it, and Mikey Riley off, and the yeah, yeah. off the cliff, and then yeah. of course trouble you know, passes, passes away, away. sadly. Um, yeah. and then kind of in this this black hole for a few years. So that was it has to be a strange. Yeah, well, I mean, into. yeah, I mean, um, Greg, Greg, uh, I mean, Greg just passed away a couple of years ago. Yes. so it wasn't at yes. that. It wasn't. Yeah, when he was still alive. So yeah, so he right, but, and it was battling some health issues. So he had he had mm-hmm. retired, and yep. then yep. um, and then there was you know coach there um between. Um, yeah, Billy that. was there. Billy was there for a year, and yep. then uh, Trent was there for three, four years. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about the program was down, right? And the program is making its way back up right now, for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, we're uh, we're doing well, and and we still got a long ways to go, but um, we're definitely projecting the right way for sure. Let's talk about. This year, probably a little bit. Let's talk about some players um, to watch for you guys. Um, uh, let's start with the freshmen. Yeah, so uh, Henry Lechner, um, he's, I think he's at 23 points, but um, just a great kid. And, I mean, just quiet. You know, we have we have three things in our, our program. Work hard, listen, be coachable. That's our three non-negotiables that we have. Um, he fits all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, and what's great about it is all the kids love him, right? And I was kind of nervous because, you know, he's a 15 national. He, he goes up to – he's first he's in the spring festival. He leads the thing in scoring. Then yep. he goes up to St. Cloud. His team wins it. He leads second in scoring. Then he goes out to Natty Camp and does really well, right? And there's a ton of buzz. And there was a ton of buzz on him already. But now there's just mm-hmm. a ton of buzz. I was kind of nervous, like – how is this going to be, you know, like yeah. this young kid coming in and, you know, we got a senior laden team and, but it's like after two captain practices, you would think he's a senior, right? <laughs> I mean, just, just the way, I mean, and that's our culture, right? And and that's how great our kids are. Um, and I talk culture a lot um, with people for perspective families on our culture um, and accepted him like, you know, it was great. And so I, you know, I had that in the back of my mind, was a little bit nervous about that, but he just, he fits right in. Um, and he's, you know, he's 15, right? And, and, yeah. but he's playing really well, right? I mean, really, really well right now. And he's just getting better and better. And we're working on little details of his game. It's a big jump from Abe Anams, right? And he, you know, mm-hmm. from Abe Anams. That said, he plays with 06 Blades, his line mates, Benny Miller and Max Plant, right? So he plays with <laughs> high level guys in the offseason as well, too, right? But, but it's still a huge jump to that high school level, right? Um, yeah. And he's just, I mean, he's, he's doing very, very well. And he's just his IQ. The one thing that, you know, I, I didn't realize, until we had him in the summer stuff, was how high his IQ is. I mean, he just, you know, he was always so big and strong, and he could just skate through everybody, right? You know, when I saw him in, in youth. And, you know, I was like, well, what? You know, I wonder how his I, and his IQ is off the chains. I mean, he sees guys. I mean, he makes passes that you're just like, wow. We kind of look at each other and go, wow, that's not an average 15-year-old making that pass. So, Yeah. Uh, your senior leadership uh, this year is impressive, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, all nine of our seniors, I mean, and they're all – they all want to play next year um, and they're all hockey players. Right. And I think that's a big thing is, you know, we, as a school of 630 kids, we need multi-sport kids and I love multi-sport kids. Right. Yep. yep. Um, but a lot of our guys now are kind of hockey players first. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, but they're all, they all know their roles. They're all accepting of their roles and they just all go out, you know? And so you talk about, you know, guys, I just, I, I'd be remiss to not say all nine of them. Right. I mean, they're, you know, you have yeah. players to talk about and, um, those nine guys are, are great um, and that they all can, you know, find their, they can find a junior team somewhere at some level, um, all nine of them. And they all want to, so which is, which is fantastic. 
Um, Carl, you, you want to nerd out for a little bit? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's hard to compete with Danny and I here as <laughs> high school hockey nerds. And there's not many people on our level, but Chris, you might be. So <laughs> I'm 100% a hockey high school nerd. Yeah. So how did that come to be? So here's, yeah. so here's yeah. just a, here's the thing. I don't know what you guys know this. So Matt Funk and I are like best friends, right? We have a weekly, we do a weekly contest, right? <laughs> and it's for a, Dinner at Buffalo Wild Wings at the end of the regular season. Uh, of we, course, we do twenty. It's got to be Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> we do twenty games a week, and we rotate back and forth who picks the twenty games, and then we do the scores, and you get a point for every win, and then you get two points for if you nail the score correctly. That's how big of nerds we are. <laughs> if that just, if I, I don't, I think Danny might have known this story. But yeah, Carl, I, Carl doesn't. And then we yeah. do a section. Then we do a section one, and Matt makes this big, huge thing, and um, it's fun, right? It's just. We, lo- we love high school hockey, but we do just crazy games too. Like it's not all the big ones. Like, you know, it's, you know, Bagley versus, you know, Breckenridge or something like you got to like <laughs> yeah. kind of go in and like look up stats and stuff and whatever. And so, um, and no disrespect to those guys, but you know, I'm getting that. <laughs> um, when you were, you know, at Lake Forest, did you miss uh, hockey a lot? 100%. You know, I, yeah. I, I would say, you know, being an out of state, you know, college person, I can speak for myself. I don't know about Carl, yeah. but that yeah. that was oh, yeah. one of those things that people didn't understand, right. and, and I think that really grew my love a lot more for high school yeah, hockey. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just growing up, I mean, I used to, I mean, I used to live at Burns Lice Arena, right? And that was the Scott Bloom era and and Kevin Gorg and the, those guys, right? And I used to live at that rink and watch every, I mean, every high school game, and they always played at three thirty on a Saturday, right? So I used to go to a ton of games there. Um, I mean, the arena was just jammed, right? And, and you know, and playing great teams every every week. And so I kind of grew up in that. And then my brother went to St. Thomas and went to a lot of St. Thomas games. And then when I got in high school, I just used to go to a ton of ton of games, ton of games. I'd go to you know all the section. I mean, it was. I mean, you talk about Danny. You go. You, I know you go to a lot of games. But <laughs> literally, literally, it would start like playoffs would start because there were so many teams, right? And the sections were big, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. But I used to literally go. That first Tuesday, like playing games, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then the next week, and then it was like, and then that next weekend, the Friday at the Met Center was Hill Murray, White Bear, Jefferson Kennedy, Edina Richfield. So I used to go Friday night, and then Burnsville and John Marshall or John Burnsville and Mayo or whatever. And so that was there was four, there was two on Friday, two on Saturday. I used to go to all those all the time. But I just, yeah, and I and and you know, if. Uh, you know, with family duty, I don't go to as much anymore. Um, sure. But I still, but the nice thing is, right, now there's so many games streamed, you can watch them, you can watch them at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk a little about that family life, too, because I know that's been a, a big part of your life for the past couple of years. Yeah, and definitely with my, uh, yeah, and it's, it's um, you know, I have twins, uh, two-year-old, they'll be mm-hmm. three in April, uh, <laughs> and they're they're awesome, right, and they're the best, and um, it is balancing, right, and I just, I have a good support system with my wife, and she's fantastic, and um, when, when we first you know, knew we were going to have twins. I said, you know, do I need to be done coaching? And she's like, absolutely not. She's like, this is your passion. Um, you're really good with the kids. Like they, they, you need them and you need them. Yeah. Right. And this is going to be your, uh, and I was talking to Dave the other night and I said, what's great about Paul and Quest, I was talking about what's great about the winter. It just makes the winter go by too. Right. right. You know, and it's, yeah. um, but there's times, right. There's times when I miss, I miss the girls. I'm not going to lie to you. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm leaving for practice and one of them's, you know, ripping my jacket off saying, no, no dada, no, no. You know? And so they're kind mm-hmm. of at that age, um, mm, yeah. you know, where it's, it's hard. There's days where it's hard, you know, um, don't get me wrong. And, um, there's but a lot I try of to windshield do, time. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so I, uh, 
you know, I try to do stuff with them on the weekends before, like Saturdays before I go to my games, right? And we always play, usually play at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Yesterday, we were all day at, you know, I left at 8 and they go until 7 o'clock last night with the weather. And we were up in St. Cloud. And then, um, mm. but like today, we call it um, every Sunday and I do my thing with them. And it's called, I either take them to Maggie's in downtown Wyzetta or we do what's called Daddy's and Donuts, right? And I just take them, I take them to Willett's Bakery. Today, it was too cold. They bundled them up. So I went and got donuts, came back, and we watched Mickey Mouse Funhouse for two hours, hour and a half. And, you know, and that's just my time. You know, and, and my wife went downstairs and worked out and does her thing. And, uh, but I try to give her breaks as well. But we have a nanny as well, too. So um, my wife's an ER physician. So she's, you know, she works crazy hours and um, mm-hmm. as well, too. So um, it's just a balancing act. And then obviously, non off season, you know, I'm, there's a lot more time with them <laughs> as well, too. So, but. Well, um, anything else, Carl, that you can think of? I don't think so. No, just say thanks to Grizz for coming on. This was awesome. It's fun to hear the full sweep of your life story. And we've crossed paths a number of times now over the years, but it's really just. Great to hear the full thing, and and I love that that bit at the end too about your family because I think that that's something that you know Daddy and I think about as we know we get older. It's <laughs> like how are we going to balance all this and make it, make right. it still work? Exactly, and that's I mean again, it's um, you know I just try to do as much as I can. Um, you know Sunday I I don't really do a whole lot of hockey stuff. Um, mm-hmm. um, unless I got to you know, go to a game or I got to, yeah, except for this one. Right. Um, <laughs> but really I don't do a lot of hockey stuff on Sundays and that's where I just really, really dedicate, try to dedicate to my, you know, to the girls for sure. Um, and my wife as well too. And, um, but, uh, no, they're, they're a big important part of it. And it's, um, it's interesting with them. It's a lot of pr- the perspective that they have given me. Right. And what I mean by that, it was, you know, before the girls, I would lose, and I would—I mean, I couldn't sleep at night. I'm—I'm I'm at home watching game film at one o'clock in the morning. I had to work the next morning. You know, like beating myself up. Like, what do we got to do to get better? Oh, now yeah. it's like, don't get me wrong. I'm not happy when we lose or we don't play well. Um, but a part of me is like, and 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 players that have probably been with me the last couple of years, right? A couple some of the seniors that played as freshmen probably have seen that change a little bit. Where it's like, yeah, I'm not real happy, but two hours later, the sun will come up tomorrow. Yep. And we'll get better and we'll work on what we do. You know, before it was just like, oh my gosh, I was just, <laughs> you know, I just, you know, I love it so much and I love our guys and, um, and I want them to be successful, you know, and, and that's at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about those kids and, um, you know, teaching, teaching life lessons, right. And getting them ready for the real world. And we talk a lot about, you know, real world stuff, right. You know, and I'm, I'm very anal about kids being on time. And I just, and mm-hmm. I just tell them, I'm like, it's not. It's not because I'm upset that you walk in at 401 for a film, right? I'm not truly upset, but Mm -hmm. here's the deal, guys. Like, you can't do that at school. You can't do that in college. Um, You, you know, you're late to work all the time. You're going to get fired and you can't provide for yourself or your family, right? And that's, that's reality, guys. And that's, you know, and I think a few of them roll their eyes, but hopefully when they're older and they, you know, get more mature and they're out in the real world that, you know, hopefully they'll take a few things away from that and understand that, hey, you know, trying to teach them to be, good people in the community right exactly exactly well um thanks chris for coming on yeah i appreciate it guys and thanks all you know again um thanks for having me on and thanks for all you guys do for high school sports it's uh being a high school nerd i I love these every week and kind (laughs) of listening and little drop little little drops about uh like last week like oh funny no cell phone coverage up in no one probably understands that except for the four of us so it's it's funny to get those little uh those little shots in every once in a while yeah uh, somehow my phone didn't to. somehow yeah. my phone didn't work last last uh, saturday afternoons for some reason i don't know but i went to rise and got a fix so we're all good <laughs> well that sounds that. Yeah, yeah that sounds great well thanks again for coming on pat griswold holy angels
Well, that was a fun interview. Wait, 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 wait. Do I have to clap? We got to clap this in. Don't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you stop recording? No. Oh, uh, yeah, but. You stop recording well, this. I, I stopped I recording yeah. the pod. Stop recording this section two, Tony. The the Zoom. You need two Zoom videos. Do you? Yeah. I believe you. We haven't done that. I don't think. No, we no. just leave it going. He yeah. just comes to the clap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, come, he yeah, lines yeah, the clap yeah, up yeah. from audio yeah, yeah. to You're video. right, you're right, right, you're right. All right. One, two, three. Okay. Well, that was a fun interview with Grizz, and thanks for the J, but I didn't put it up today. It will come up later, probably. All right. Yeah, it was a great interview. You guys are the best. Shut the heck up, Tony. You haven't listened to it yet. You will listen to it. You will oh, enjoy it. I will it. listen to it. I will yeah. listen to it. Yes. Uh, well, can I ask first, before we go to the games of the past, your games of the past this week, who won the Squirtacular? Minnetonka won the Squirtacular. Oh. Was they it a beat surprise? Moorhead. No, they were like the three seed, and I've told you this, and if yeah. you followed us on Twitter, on Friday, the number one and two seeds lost in the first round. In the Has that happened? In- no, no. The one or two's never lost. Okay. And they usually make it to the final four, maybe get upset. Is there two yeah. tournaments in the Squirtacular? Is there an A and a B? There's four, actually. Okay. There's platinum, which is the top one. Platinum, gold. And then gold is the bottom <laughs> silver? A's. And then silver, and then bronze. Oh. So basically, double A. Myrrh, frankincense? Basically, Where's the frankincense and myrrh one? There you go. <laughs> There's double A. There's double A and single A. Okay. Um, but like we had Centennial won the single A. Okay. They didn't make the top twenty four. And so there's sure. double A and A, and then there's the B one squirts, the top B ones, the top Bs, and then the lower Bs. It was Edina versus Edina. Oh, the one thing we did um, did learn from Grizz is how tier one and tier two worked. Back in the day? Yeah. Okay. Fascinating. So this is fascinating, Tony, and I'm going to repeat this for everybody who just listened to it because it is weird. They would rank yeah. like the top 17 teams. The top, there, are, there are only eight sections. Yeah. So the top yeah. 17 teams, let's say in section two, right, the 17 teams that were yeah. in that big one, the top eight would play tier one. Yeah. The bottom would play. You didn't know that? Okay. Um, we, we, we were two and three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Sorry. We didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. That is fascinating. No, it's stupid. Uh, I, can, I so add, it was. can I add something onto this that's not hockey related, but high school league related? Yes. They also had a state basketball championship where the double A team would play the A team for two years. So, like, Minneapolis North played like Sartell or some small school. Swear for, for the championship? For the championship. So they would have a champion. Oh, weird. They would and have then, double A, and the A would play each other. Oh, that's annoying. No, it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think it would be cool. And it was actually close. I suppose. I mean, in basketball at that level, you know. It was cool. Yeah. yeah they were this doing like a, having, like, Alexandria or or Orono, the year they won playing, like, like what year was that, 17 Rapids? Rapids. Yeah. That would have been no. brutal. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Do you remember that year? What? No, what was the year Hermantown beat Wyzetta? That year, we were at the game. Yeah. So that's not that yeah. far-fetched. We were at a game in Hermantown in 15, and yeah. they won the state in six. The, but Hermantown won state by beating, you know, Monticello and, you know, 
Well, so, yeah. so did this their, class. Their road to that championship game was so much easier. But they still they still beat Wyzetta that year in regular season. So it's not that far-fetched. Yeah, but it, it's silly to have two teams play off in a playoff to, to, to beat Did, each other for the championship when one plays the double-A gauntlet and one plays Monticello in the first round. I'm here for Carl uh, wet-blanketing more facts of life, so keep going. So, we was it Trent Klatt who told us the story about Delano? Or was it, Which, or was it Garrett telling me? Was Had they, they were buddies, Garrett and, and Klatt. Okay. Uh, we're buddies, and they in seventeen. Oh, they, it was Clatter. Clatter. So Clatter told us, "Hey, uh, if we they saw each other at the banquet for the state tournament, and he goes, hey, if we win this thing and you win this thing, uh, on your way out of town, why don't you stop by Delano and we'll play off for the real state champion.'" <laughs> and then they saw each other at the Mister Hockey banquet. Van <laughs> Bergen was like, "Sorry, sorry." <laughs> Yeah, no. Couldn't help you there, no, but congratulations. So. Yeah. I thought that was a fun little yeah, snippet. I, like I said, I think I, I want to get more of those little snippets in later on this season. Yeah, you really want Trent Klatt for the state attorney show. Yeah, I think he would be a I fun think I pull that off. I think we can pull that off. That's that's a little tease of he, stuff coming. The pot I did with him during COVID was one of the best ones. He's just so open and so sharp. Uh, with the yeah. way he delivers stories, he's really good. Yeah, he's a really smart guy. Doesn't look smart, but sure is smart. Well, when you perm your hair in high school, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like that I pimped him on that either. He's like, ah, yeah, whatever, you know. <laughs> like you told me the story, Trent. <laughs> I'm gonna use that on you. Um, okay, so let's get to some games of the past. Starting off, Lakeville North two, Farmington zero. I saw this and I just thought it was interesting for section. One, it's not that weird of a score, but it's just interesting. Indicative. Yeah. So, um, moving on. Holy Family, six, Hutchinson, five in overtime. Oh. <laughs> what? That's another one of those. That's another team, Holy Family. They're the number Head six. Scratcher. They're the sixth seed or uh, right now in two double-A. Are they? Yeah. Are they... Better than Shakopee? Yeah, they're better than Shakopee and Jefferson. So they're the six. I think, they may, I think they may be better than Chan. I think Chanison is in. The okay, six. so they're close, five or six. But five or six in Hutchinson's what in the two A? Oh, like, I could tell you that. That's why I asked it. Hutchinson is nine. That's okay, why it is. that's why this is an eye popper to me. Yeah, I agreed. Um, Chaska two Orno zero. Interesting. Again, yeah. in the 2A world versus 2AA. Yeah, I agree. Park Cottage Grove 4, Eastview 2. Yeah, that's the that's probably the biggest Ooh. upset of the week, isn't it? It's one of them. It's it's yeah. one of them. In the top three, for Park's sure. Park's having an okay little year. I mean, they're not top 45, but they have a winning record. They've got a couple players are all right. Yeah, they could make I... it to a semifinal type of thing, too. I think they're yeah. having a great year. This might be the best year they've ever had. Oh, they've I mean, had well, dating back 30 years. Okay, there we go. There's the caveat. <laughs> yeah. Tony, outlandish oh, sorry. statements, and then let's back them off. Sorry. This is I the think- best kid that ever comes out of Moundsview. Oh, well, 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 since Rob <laughs> playing Hank. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, okay, Lakeville South 4, Prior Lake 3. 
Were you at that in game? In overtime? No, I went to a different one on okay. Tuesday. I debated right. going I, to this one. I caught the end of this one on stream, and it was, yeah, it was back and forth. It looked like a pretty good game. It was, the shots were fairly even. It was entertaining, and yeah, South was probably the slightly better team, but it was, it was a very good game. I saw South the next night. Okay. What happened? Oh, against EP. Yes. Um, another uh, Benilde score I want to skip, Carl. Um, oh, I, I watched that one. Well, until I got bored of it and flipped over to the... <laughs> ben, <laughs> what was the final? Our late game. Um, Benilde touchdown. To St. Thomas Academy won. 7-1, to one, yeah. And what's that Tom Petty song? <laughs> free fall? <laughs> They're free falling. Yeah, they yeah. are. And in the early stage of this game, it was like territorial. It was pretty even. It was back and forth. But in Benil finished. St. Thomas was not, and then the wheels came off the bus, which, which will happen when you're in tailspin like this already. Look yeah. at the personnel. Yeah, mm-hmm. Benil's got proven personnel who can score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and. St. Thomas is missing their key personnel right now, Max Nagel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, though I was texting a um, St. Thomas kid uh, a couple years younger than me um, about this. Max Nagel isn't scoring six goals. No, no, and you know you've seen St. Thomas, you yeah. know under Trent, they they got it. They're gonna be streaky, and they'll be ready for the the stretch run. And I think over Christmas. Uh, I was the one who said I, I said at the earliest it's going to be late January. At the latest, it could be playoffs for for Max's return. Well, well yep. guess what? It's January twenty third. It's late January. Yeah, it's yeah. January twenty third. So the Max Nagel watch is officially on. Yeah, I think as St. Thomas people go, it's uh, they're not used to Trent's up and down type of style. That way of you know, St. Thomas didn't lose games seven to one. Type of thing no. under the Vanellis. Oh. That was a rare occurrence if it happened at all. Carl, you got the trigger pulled. Just all ready to mm. go because he almost got there. He this is almost like got a barrel, there. You know, I just, yeah. Ugh. So let me tell you the story about Tommy <laughs> Novak. Okay, I'm gonna... Here we go. <laughs> oh, no, we lost <laughs> Carl again. Just say the Tommy word and it's over. <laughs> Um, okay, Minneapolis 2, Delano 1. This was the game that I was Damn, at. let's hear about my squad. First off, that Delano rink, I always forget, is a black hole for reception. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's mm-hmm. a go-outside rink. It's a go-outside rink. I've been rink. there. You got to go. Right it's a week. long walk to get outside, too. I know. I like, know. Hermantown, at least you're right by the door most of the time. So <laughs> yeah. Zoom right out, zoom <laughs> right up again. Um... Uh, Centennial's the worst. It's not even close. So even if you're up on the catwalk, nope, <laughs> nothing. Can't get a thing there. So I, I like you echoed before, Tony. This is not the best number four team in the state at all. But they f- find a way to win. Xander Zoya had a really good game. Isn't that great to hear? Zoya, <laughs> love it. Love those guys with Z last names from Minneapolis. Yeah, he had a great he had a great game. Hmm. Um, and hats off to Minneapolis. The one weird thing that I cannot understand yet, Van Bergen started his backup. Yeah, that's so, on his cards. So his senior is a captain. Okay, who has and I didn't. I have not looked at stats. And forgive me about this. Seniors a captain, decaled helmet. 
backup white helmet junior. Hmm. So I don't. We just playing mind healthy? games. Mind games. He was on the bench, Carl, and he like mm-hmm. skated during warmups and stuff. Mind games. It, it, right, right. So it just they, they've 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 been splitting. They've been splitting. Yeah. It, but maybe it was this Darcy. Did, did Darcy start the junior? Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's played more games. Okay, okay. So, he's played ten to Qatari six, and has. Yeah, they're basically the same numbers. I I just thought I this was sight unseen. Okay. Okay. Uh, but when you have a senior captain, I haven't seen that since Gabe Holum for Grand Rapids. <laughs> okay, uh, that didn't see the ice. No, Gabe senior, he played every minute. Yes, that's true. When he true. was a junior, and he was a captain as junior. I Might think. have been. I went down it. <laughs> and so, um, I don't know. I just found that interesting. Yep. Um. But really, what do you think of the teams? I mean, you saw. I've seen Minneapolis you saw before. A section final preview. I think that Minneapolis is going to really have to hang on in a section final. I don't know if they're ready for the pressure. That's okay. that's my take on it. You know, two close games that I've seen them play, and as Joe told us, they're finishing this year. But when you're just finishing, that's always it, a recipe for disaster. It, Catches up to you. It you know? does. I just don't see, and I love a lot of these teams. I just don't see anyone outside of those top three. Orono, uh, Delano. Yeah, yeah, I don't uh, see anyone outside yeah. of those top three. I mean, they're yeah, gonna yeah. they're gonna have some fun games in here, but I think when push comes to shove, it's gonna be Minneapolis against the Orono Delano winner. Yeah, I really do. Uh, those three have the toughest schedule. Um, yes, and I just really see see that happening. I just. I don't know. I there was points of the game where I could just tell that Minneapolis was nervous. I never felt that way when I was watching Delano. They they knew how to push. What do you think who would win? Crazy question. Who would win between Minneapolis and Blake? Oh, easily Blake. Okay. No no question. So so and we saw them throttle Providence. Yeah. So Blake I would say the same some, my point is Blake is somewhere between Providence I mean, Minneapolis somewhere between Providence and Blake. Yeah, okay. yeah, I yeah. would I would say that. I, See how I'm asking that? Yeah, like, okay. I would think it would be six to two, maybe not six to one, like we saw. Okay, but I still think it would be six to two. And you think Minneapolis is better than Providence? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I I do. Uh, just having seen them well, twice, it's like a dedicated two A show, just the entire show. Two A really is so interesting I this know. year. It, it is really weird, and it's it, the. If two A section tournament just goes one two three four one two one, yeah. you know, like it will be so yeah. annoying. I know there's got to be an upset there. Yeah. There's got to be an upset. I think, and again, I'm a homer here, but I think that Kennedy could be one of those teams that pulls the proverbial upset. You're, you're a homer for Kennedy now, big time. You'll see. I got a video coming out with these guys. Okay, I'm a homer. Okay, they're my squad this Fair. year. So is Jefferson, but I think I got a. Soft spot for the Kennedy boys. ton of them work for us. Um, moving on, Hastings 3, Rochester Mayo 2 in overtime. Yeah, so. A big one. You know, I was on the Hastings train a little bit. No, I was hyping up a little last week. You're um, pulling the cord now. Just get me off. They're not in the top 25 anymore. They didn't lose, but they're not in the top 25 anymore. Why? What happened? 
to they, Mayo. They barely beat Mayo. That they needed that. What do you mean? Mayo is the Kiwanis Club champion. <laughs> Actually, Tony, I'm going to one-up you here. Mayo is the city champs. They are as the city of, champs. As of this week, they are the city yeah. champs. So, <laughs> Carl. I just, okay, I, I stand corrected. <laughs> Put them at 15 next week. <laughs> no, but I think that does solidify them as the three seed. Does that really yeah. mean anything? Does that mean they're going to get, like, Oatana yeah. instead of – it really doesn't matter. They're going to play North. No. Unless right. North – Yeah. I don't think North can get the one seed even if they beat no. South. Uh, they'll play this week. It's a pick game for us, yeah. obviously. Um, I just don't see North doing it having seen South play and North this week. Right. Okay. Um. Alexandria three, Saint Cloud Cathedral one. That's closer than yeah. I think I uh, than I had that. Agreed. It's been okay. Yeah. Cathedral. Yeah. You know they're okay. They're not bad, but uh, they aren't a two goal. You know that's a section score type yep. of thing. That's not a regular season score. Is yep. my take. Hill Murray six, Stillwater zero. Sorry, I, I, some skid marks on the ponies. That one, yeah. yes, this week, literally, they they, 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 they must yeah. they must have forgot their horseshoes or something. Yeah. They left them on their they yeah. left them on their hockey day jersey four <laughs> years ago. <laughs> what did I do? I got them. What happened to them this week? I don't yeah. know. The, the full yeah, skid. They barely beat Irondale, then they barely yes. beat Forest Lake. Oh, yeah. stop ruining scores. That's a good one. Yeah. Did you see that? I didn't say any specifics, Danny. Okay, I, good, good, good. I knew they had a bad week, though. Yeah, they. that's that's a bad that's a bad score. Uh, it really makes me question if Hill's going to roll through that section. Yeah. Um, Blaine six, Blake five overtime. And I think Blake coughed up a lead late too. Yeah. Late. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they did. They did. So remember when we were like, Blaine could be the one seed in seven. Uh, we never said that. Uh, no, but they had, they had a path to it. They had a path to it and it's because they had, because they had games and QRF for a while. So, yeah, I I think that's over now. Yep. That that, that quote is not mine. (laughs) That was a direct quote from one Carl Shetler. If you need his phone number, please DM me. (laughs) It's a DC number. It's a DC number. So you got the first three. 202 or 212? 202. 202. 202. 202 is New York. The next seven digits are one through ten, and you can... (laughs) A ten. (laughs) Danny, what what numerical system are you using that has a ten in those digits? (laughs) My bad. I know. White bear math (laughs) because of this. Oh, okay. Keep going. Keep going. Lakeville South 3, Eden Prairie 1. Lakeville South looked real good in this game. And the problem was they just didn't put away EP. And Isaiah must have played really well. Yeah, he did. He, he really did, the EP goaltender. Yeah, he was our goalie of the year. And, boy, it was like three years ago. 
It was a peewee since, yeah, seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah, he had a great night. Um, so Andor, Luloff, and Townsend are all playing together now, too. Um, and that's a yeah. good. That's an interesting line. Yeah, it's an interesting line. It's a good line um, for a coach that really loves his top line. Yeah, uh, one, 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 one. He's famous for it. Famous for it. Um, but yeah, it really solidifies them. They're the number one in that section. Without a doubt. And yeah. And they knocked off another section opponent this week, I'll say. Yes. Um, the aforementioned Stillwater 4, Irondale 2. 2. Ew. Yeah. There's another one coming. Um, Monticello 3, Cambridge Isanti 2. That one was a disappointing one. Yeah, I think we were all kind of disappointed. Mm. I, s- I mean, I wanted, I want that streak. I wanted that streak to last all the way to, to Little Falls. Yeah, and it just could not. The train couldn't get nope. there. No, uh, it stopped at Sugar Daddy's. Someone's been at the score tackler all weekend. <laughs> Someone really likes the PG thirteen jokes. <laughs> Just sugar, <laughs> <Daddy's> <laughs> sugar <up>. daddies. <laughs> Just short of little falls. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, Elk River 2, Centennial 2 in overtime. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, what? updates from my, my, my Elk River correspondent on this one. And, uh, yeah. Like, what was know, it, Elk River 1? Centennial 2. 2. Two. Tie. OT final. OT. Yeah. Final. Anyway, yeah. So, so Centennial certainly had their stretches where they were controlling play, but you know, Elk River's got the goalie. You know, he's been sharp, and their top line was potent, and they're... They're a decent team. I think they they've kind of fallen off our radar for a little bit, but they should stay there. They're on. And they're an eight. They're again, this is a team yep. that Ammerman says makes me nervous. Yeah. Yep. And they're they're they are the three seed. I think that's basically set. So Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they're the three. And do we know we don't know who the one two is quite yet. We no, know who they are, but we don't know the order, right? Rosa and Morgan. Rosa wins, it's over, right? Yeah. They're the one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's still the section final. I will attend. I don't care what night it's on. I'm that's the one. It's I'm Wednesday. It's Wednesday. The first night, right? It's Wednesday. Yes. Mm-hmm. And are and are two and six on Wednesday too? Wednesday. Fine. Exactly yeah. what I want. I want to go to a rink where there's space. I could set my backpack down. I could take pictures. You could do that at big. You no, I not could see. not. <laughs> there's no space. There's nowhere to take pictures. I don't even know if I could tweet in there. <laughs> I'm going to eight AA Wednesday night. Sure. Excellent. Barring a blizzard, obviously. Yeah. What What if Elk River wins? <laughs> then it's at the MAC. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> you You'd go to Moorhead Elk River at the MAC over. Absolutely. Absolutely. Benilde. Why wouldn't I? Uh, it's still or... more space at the MAC. There'd be space. All about the space. All about the space. I like my the space. space. The space. I like my rice. All I like my space. You know. 
Buffalo Elk River, same story. Okay, we're not going <laughs> to run through every scenario here, Carl. <laughs> what about wet. Wh- that blanket is wet, soaking wet right What now. if it was Nothing. Brainerd? <laughs> Way for Bemidji? Bemidji? Would you still drive up to Bemidji for that? Would you it stay would at Craigans? Where would it be? There's a lot of space at the Sanford Center. There is. That's where I'm hoping it's going to be. If it's Roseau Moorhead, hope it's not that's, a, thief. that's a thief. How do you know for sure? Because yeah, it's always in thief. No, they played a couple years ago at, at Sanford. They did, Carl. Oh, okay. I'm hoping for well, Bemidji. Well, if Tony has to drive to Thief. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll fly to Thief. I'll fly to Thief. Money is Peter, no object. Peter flew to Thief. Why can't I fly to Thief? Okay. We are moving on. <laughs> Edina 5, Minnetonka 2 in a lake score that doesn't mean anything, but it's just interesting. It's relevant. It's relevant. Just to keep yep. Edina in the newspaper, I guess. Confirms our priors. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, this is where I'm going to flash back to the Farmington score that I mentioned earlier. Two nothing with Lakeville North. North. Yeah. Eight to five Prior Lake over Farmington. That's a weird score. That's a lot of goals. Yeah. Prior Lake, excuse me, Casino is not one you can measure. <laughs> it can't be measured. Didn't they like beat Apple Valley nine to two and then Rosemount? Rosemount's gonna get a new name. <laughs> They're gonna get a name. I'm gonna give them a nickname Uh-oh. here pretty soon. <laughs> Not the like... luck of the Irish. No, it'll, I'll come up with something. I'll come up refinery. with something. Yeah. <laughs> <The> refinery. Refinery. <laughs> exactly. The refinery team. That's just too much, too many syllables. Um Okay, Gentry Academy 2, Lakeville North 1 in overtime in a breakaway 1-0 goal in overtime. Yeah, really? they sprung somebody. They were trying to spring Barrett Hall the whole time, and yeah. and so they sprung somebody. Goal, done. Really? Yeah. And I, I thought Gentry played good, but it's not the same Gentry team as last year. Right. Uh, and so that, you know, um, but – Remember our last pod last year, and I projected them to be number one. Yeah. I kind of, I assumed because they had brought sure so many kids in, you know. Yeah. I assumed we were going to get another influx of three or four star players, and it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, yeah, and they still yeah. have Barrett Hall, who's great player. Yeah, and I think he's uh, he's on my Mister Hockey watch list right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, he's a four-year starter, too. Yeah. He'll go down as the the school's leading scorer, I would say, for a while. Could be, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Maple Grove 7, Blaine 0. How about them? Cramson. Maple Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These schools don't like each other. Whenever they, no. like, one school no. starts winning, they win big. It's yeah. not worth winning if it's not yeah. by a lot. Yeah. Flashing back to the 2012 section final. Yeah, 15-1. <laughs> yeah. That was oh, that was brutal. Ugly. Um that's a real score. <laughs> that's a real that's score. A real score. You of a section final. A section final of two extremely even teams. Didn't a dad get yeah. kicked out of that game? I think got yeah, that's I think what I mean. Bounced. Yeah, it got yeah. bounced from the game because yeah. he was so upset <laughs> at the score. Like that's the real man score right yeah. there. Oh, man, 
size. And then they them. lose in the quarters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that was an experience. Yes. <laughs> um, Rogers 5, Champlin 4. I think this goes to Rogers is good, mm-hmm. very good, but not trustworthy. They were trailing, too. Yeah. They yeah. are just not it's trustworthy. Like, yeah, they're, they're in the top 15, but I don't trust them there. Yeah. Yeah. They're still, they're a year away. Yep. Uh, Sartell four, or Far, Fergus Falls four, Sartell three in overtime. In the Sartell comparison. Good yeah. Good win for the Otters. Uh, Mankato East, Mankato West played outside, non-televised. Um, I'm guessing East won. Five, nothing. Yeah. 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 If that I learned, tells me a lot about West. It tells me nothing. Okay, the ice was really bouncy, oh, and the we boards were like you ever, rubber bands. It, it's kind of like when you play pinball, and like the waterfall comes with like a ton of you know balls, and they just <laughs> yeah, like that's what happens like in that outdoor game. It was like shot off the boards, ringed around, it's broken out. Oh, it's an icing now. Oh, so it's like a circus. It's just it, it's literally mm-hmm. playing air hockey. All right. And so, like, it doesn't tell me that much. Yes, it tells me that they are the better team. But the th- I didn't yeah, pay attention. Probably by a lot. I didn't pay yeah. attention to the other scores, but the three uh, high school scores, uh, East, yeah, is better than West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Casinos, better than East Grand Forks. Yes. And we thought Andover Girls was a little bit better than Edina. And they were. And they all won, though. So it does tell me that there's no freak, fluky stuff happening as no. a result no. of yeah. that. All I will say is the skill, there is no skill in those games. Zero skill. You're saying it's luck? I'm not saying it's luck. I'm just saying it's a gritty game. It's right. like it's an outdoor game. You're not dangling around people outside. In like no. bound hockey, it's no. just not. That's not a thing. No. All right. Um, Mount West Tonka six, Hutchinson five. Didn't take overtime for Mount West Tonka. No. <laughs> not like Holy Family, um, but just an interesting two a tilt. Um, Moorhead five, Grand Rapids four in overtime. Overtime. Anyone watch this? No. I wish no, I would have seen this. I was game. on a plane. I wish um, I would have seen that game. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting. The, the Rapids people complain that Caden Nelson was suspended for this game, too, so they say they weren't at full strength. I would have drove up to this suspended? game. Suspended? For, for, for a hit, yeah. Like oh, a, I was like, wow. Hit, yeah. one, one game, not so, nothing. So, like, from a previous yeah. game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Previous misconduct. All right. Yeah, this is a game I would have drove up to IRA, this or the Hill one, if I wasn't yeah. doing hockey day the next day. Yeah. Um, Wyzetta six, Rozo four. This was the start of Wyzetta's really good weekend. Are you gonna mm-hmm. rip off the Warrow one now? Or are you gonna wait? Wait uh, on that. Give me two more scores, right, and I right. will. Um, Moorhead, or uh, sorry, Warroad nine, Duluth Denfeld one. That's what we keep saying about Denfeld. Yeah. What. Just explain to me how Denfeld's the number four or five best team in the state. Is, it, no, they're not. That's horse feathers. Horse feathers. We didn't bring that up, by the way. That that was a news item I wanted to put in, and we didn't put it in there. Do you want to say the whole Uma it? It was a girls' news item. But yeah, but yeah. it's it's totally relevant to our to our 
our show. show. And as Uma broke the stated high school league record of of 29 shutouts, she hits 30, and my phone blows up both on Twitter and text about that it's actually a Waro record of 41. And Mm -hmm. I just went on there and said, all right, well, here's what's going on. Just leave me alone, basically, is what I tweeted out there. Leave me alone. I, 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 didn't, I didn't even tweet at this thing. I was at the game. <laughs> I was in Bloomington by the time this was happening. I was so fast out the door after that Proctor Hermantown game. And the point of this is, and I'd love Carl's take on it. That's why I had want this in the news, is I want to get Carl's take on it because I know it'll be very much more educated than mine. But if you don't submit your score... If you don't submit your records to the state high school league, don't expect them to go find them. And that's the problem. Right. Part of the problem with the high school league is the records really aren't records if we know there's other records out there that never were submitted to the high school league. And let me just finish. The the current record by Abby Miller, or the record that Uma broke, was 29. It was broke in 2014. So we know it was in the internet era. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We yeah. know it's a recent record that's like, sitting all, all there. these. All these shoutouts are on the hub. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're all yeah. documented. Yeah. So, shame on the high school league for not doing more research, and shame on Warroad for not submitting these <laughs> this young woman's deal. So I kind of was in the middle on this, and I, and I and I've said it to to Izzy, and I've said it, and, I, and I'll say it to anyone else out there who's talking about records, Carl. Yeah, I mean, one, don't trust the high school league. That's the first thing to say. <laughs> don't take anything you see on their website with a grain of salt. Yes. Um, two, yeah, it's because of that, you know, like, because you can't trust the high school league, also, but I also say don't expect high schools to be saying, well, we got to update the state high school league's webpage with all its records. It won't and, happen. No. Yeah, so, so you've got all these misaligned incentives where people aren't on the same page, and that's how things fall into the black hole. The best historical databases for us are private websites right now. Yep. And mm-hmm. that's yep. always have been. Yeah, and it, it, it's scary. You know, it's hard. You know, I. Yeah. It, and player stats are especially really hard, especially yeah. if you get out of this era. Agreed. Yeah, because. There's so little that was tracked or passed on or maintained in a meaningful way unless you start going deep into some library archives or things like that. You gotta really, like one, it's gotta be mentioned in a newspaper okay, so mm-hmm. the War Road leader, right, needs to mention it and I think <laughs> the uh, that might not even be a newspaper anymore. You know, I think like, it doesn't yeah. exist anymore. There yeah. was a story about that. Yeah, yeah so it, the- it, that's how I know the name. So yeah. Dan Beyer, who's the PA stat guy at the casino um, spent, he's, I think he's a teacher of some sort at the high school. He spent an entire summer going through microfiche and get every game of every record. He doesn't have, he doesn't have necessarily goals, assists. He's got a ton of goals and assists and, mm-hmm. and saves for who, for prior Lake high school, just prior Lake, just prior Lake. But he went yeah. and did the entire thing. He has every game recorded in its, High school hockey history dating back to like 1972 or 73. Yeah, I mean, I I came close to doing this with Duluth East because I like went and pulled all the old yearbooks and things, and I you know went and filled in some records that yeah. other people didn't have going back to 1950. 
but there's still a few game holes, especially if you get back into the 50s. And then stats, um, you know, our, our friendly Petnikov has stats back through the 90s. And then out of curiosity, I went to the year before he had stats, uh, which would have been 89-90, and I'm looking at like the first couple days of microfilm, and it was I was not getting anywhere. And <laughs> quickly abandoned that project. Yeah, yeah I've always wanted yeah. to microfilm just start plugging in scores, right? And then mm-hmm. starting to rank teams yeah. based on Ooh. what we know, yeah. right? And then determine maybe what were the greatest upsets in history yeah. based on – because you can use, you know – You had rankings. Yeah. Well, well – It's in the microfiche. I mean, we would, You don't need rankings. You can run them through a computer, you know, ranking. System. Yeah, yeah, but, put them in yeah that's out. true. <laughs> yeah, but that's true. But my point is, like, you could. There was every week there were top scores and yeah. and rankings published in the Star Tribune every week. We would literally scramble on Wednesday morning before we went to school and we'd open the thing up we, and we, check the scores and check the rankings. We did that too. We went yeah. to the yeah. library, yeah. went to the sticks, you know, the newspaper <laughs> on the sticks, and yeah, we yeah, opened yeah. them um, up. Yeah, do we, yeah. Have, we have to explain this. So, um, you know, for younger <laughs> listeners, once yeah. upon a time there were these things called paper news. Papers. <laughs> and they would drape like the, it over put on your a stick. doorstep. Yeah. Yes. So it would be hung on a stick, and you could so you could page through the newspaper without you know getting all mangled up and things. Yep. Yeah. And so this was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. We would do <laughs> that. It actually delivered to your home sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we got it every day. Like, I actually did like that every as morning, a job. Like, yeah, I, I opened it up and would like go to the box scores in the sports section and read all the you know the local hockey box box scores. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, just worth. I think it's interesting that stuff. I think it would be really cool to look back yeah. and try to compile that so data. The Uma, Danny? the Uma thing definitely yep. transpired a good conversation, right? Yeah, yeah. girls hockey. Danny, in, in thirty-five years when we're both retired, this is going to be an awesome project for you and I. Yeah, and, and if I'm married, my future wife needs to understand that this is a future project. Yeah. <laughs> you were warned. You were warned. I'm hearing wedding bells. Uh. All right. Where? More games, Can Danny. Shut feed me, bells? feed me. Okay, uh, Moorhead 3 Duluth East 2 overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Carl Bring was it there. All, Carl. I was there, yeah. Um, best game I've seen a Duluth East team play in two plus years. <laughs> sure. um, they were played well, were competitive. Um, yeah, and Moorhead was obviously the stronger team. I know the, when the top line was on the ice, it was pretty much in control. But East clawed their way back and scored two in the third, forced overtime, and and frankly, for the late stages of the second through the third, Brouch has a Moorhead. So it makes me wonder a lot about the spuds a little bit. Let me ask who stands out on this Duluth East team. Uh, well, Cole Christian really carrying the offensive load. Um, Noah Tang has been a real goal scorer. Nice, Tanger. Yeah, yeah, he's been solid. Um, the, the defensive core is decent. I uh, know with Winkler and Murray and um, Smith and. Um, they got some oh, pieces his dad, of that his dad, puzzle. His dad's gonna, his, his dad's gonna kill me. Who am I forgetting? I don't know, Carl. Uh, you don't go to any other uh, team to watch <laughs> hockey. Scouts, scouts, scouts. Yeah. Uh, and and Andrew Zimski has been solid. Good deal. In goal. Yeah. yeah. He made forty plus saves and some great ones. So yeah, you start right. to see. You know, they have they have two decent lines. They have two good D pairs. 
they've got a goalie. I mean, it's not a terrible team. Um, before we exit the show, can you pull up the page stat and see who, or QRF to see what the seven AA current standings yeah. are? I'd like I'd I love know to that hear East that. Is just in the toilet, I know East is in the toilet right now because they haven't won many games, but their schedule doesn't get easier. So, just, um, can you pull that up really quick? While Danny yep. pulls up a score, so I'd love to hear that. Let's talk about the hockey day game. Then Carl wasn't there, so it'll just be you mm-hmm. and yep. I. Yep. Um, prior like seven, East Graham Forks won. Uh, prior like controlled pretty much this whole game, um, I would say. Um, it, my stance on this, it was Alex Bump shined so bright in this no, but game. But Schumacher had... Go all the goals. Who cares about bump? <laughs> yeah, that was that was the weirdest thing. It was like the Kennedy Nixon debates, where it's like the radio. Exactly. You thought Alex bump? Yes. <laughs> you listened to it. But so I I had uh, we had some stuff I had to pick up at the office for Squirtacular. So I had to drive from Blaine to Bloomington, Bloomington back to Blaine. So I listened to you. I watched part of the first part of the game yeah. on TV in Blaine, and then and then. Listen to you on the way on this probably for forty probably for uh, maybe forty five minutes to an sure. hour, and listen to you hear about bump 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 because he was <laughs> and out they, every and the game other gets shift over, and you know Schumacher scoring and game gets over. And there's Marty Gellner or somebody with microphone yeah. and Schumacher face. I'm like, wait, wait, where did this bump guy go that they kept talking about the whole game? That's a typical. You know, let's interview the guy who scored the goals, but we didn't really even watch the game. Yeah, Bump Bump looks so good. The behind-the-back, no-look, backhand pass. Yeah. To set up an empty net, pretty yeah. much, back door. I mean, Schumacher just needed to touch the puck. Like it, I think I even goal. said, like, Zach, you and I could have scored this. Yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah, it was it was that easy. Yeah, Bump is definitely emerging into the uh, class, and we we heard him today. What did he say on the show? What did uh, he say on the interview um, about the game, or yeah, but just give me a little um, tease. He said, you know, that was a lot of it was a lot of fun. You know, they were looking forward to it. Um, what else did he say, Carl? Yeah, um, they. Obviously, they've been hyping up to this game all year, and then I think that they just kind of played their game. They were happy with the result, and yeah, you know, and, this, and the team as a whole has been turning a corner for the past few weeks. You know, even though slightly, you know, slightly. the results may not make it really obvious, but I think they certainly feel like they're I, more together and less less vulnerable than they were. I, I asked about a turning point in their season, and he agreed mm-hmm. that it was too. I don't want to give away the whole interview. Yeah, all right, no problem. I was just giving a little. Yeah. What What did you learn? Since yeah. We, since he was the topic, I thought I'd ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I blacked out what that whole interview. Or, or were you blacked out during the interview? I uh, I, I forgot. <laughs> sorry. Put down the bottle, Danny. <laughs> um. Okay. Why is that? Oh, wait, wait. Do we get the uh, the QRF? I do have QRF. Oh, sorry, right, sorry, sorry. If it if the playoffs started today, that's what I want to be know. the nine seed, and they would be playing number eight Marshall in a play-in game. Ooh, do Ooh. they play in the regular season? Yeah. No. No. Ooh. They no, have but I, I do think East QRF. I mean, should improve. Seven AA is so weak, you know, and they they have two games with Cloquet. They have Mounds View. They have. You know, a, a somewhat easier end of their schedule than what they had before. So they can jack so up their winning percentage. Yeah, I think they'll they could jump as high as you no know, five even. 
All right, who's one, two, three, four? It's got to be Andover, then maybe Over Blaine? Rapids, Blaine. Andover, Rapids, Blaine. Andover, Rapids, Blaine. That's what I meant, yeah. And then yeah. who's four? Coon Rapids? Prior Lake? Or not Prior Lake? Uh, Forest Lake? No, it is, it is actually Cloquet? Yeah. Okay. And right then now, who? It is clo- this is QRF. And then Coon Rapids is right there. Yeah, I knew them. they were and close. Forest Lake is- the, the, yeah, CEC, Coon Rapids, and Forest Lake are right in a row, basically. Okay, They're okay. very tightly packed. Okay, then Marshall's right. not far behind that, and East isn't far behind that. Okay. The Northern right. Edge. <laughs> a dip. Um, Wyzetta 3, War Road 0. I think this score probably shocked all of us here. Yeah. Um, okay. Having seen War Road. My only take on this is, if you're not used to playing Wyzetta, Wyzetta is a different team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a yeah. How they got three past Lukinski's kind of yeah. I don't get that either. Scratching. Maybe one there was an empty netter. Uh, I didn't look yeah, that and, up. That, but give this wise team offense. They hung six on Rosso too. I mean, I mean that's not as surprising goal, for but, me. I, Hammer's a much better goaltender. But this is wise I mean, They win every game two to one or three to two, and then, then here they are throwing up some goals. No, well, then Rosso's goaltender. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, correct. Sorry, sorry, you're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, you, you, my, my you point blacked out there. That, I did. That why why that is is scoring this more this yeah. year than they have in some seasons. Yeah, that is true. That is very very true. Uh, Which doesn't take much. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Um, Andover seven Centennial four. This game was close for a while, yeah. and then it wasn't. Then they pulled away. Yeah. yeah. And so it, what I take away from this is Andover scored seven goals. That's a yeah, against right. a good team. Yeah. A, a, a yeah. team that hasn't been scoring a ton. Yeah. So, good, good sign. And that, that kept them at two this week. So there, there, there is pressure on two from below. Um, Hill Murray four, Grand Rapids four in overtime. Yeah. Watch this one. It, it's a super entertaining game. Um, Rapids was the better team for the, most of the first two periods, they were up three to one, rolling. Then Hill scored three goals in a minute and a half at the end wow. of the second. Went up four to three, and then fairly even from there. Rapids got one and tied it. And very entertaining back and forth. Um, so did you get this? A little to, underwhelmed by Hill. Did you get the Sun to lose TV? Uh, on, no, I was stre- streaming the streaming. KOZY. Oh, okay. Simulcast. Yeah. Jason's. Mm-hmm. So. Underwhelmed by Hill, though. Yeah, it's just like I expected them to kind of control play a little bit more than they did, which they didn't. That's my mo with Hill all season. Mm-hmm. They're a very good team, but they're not shocking. Yeah, um, and I've seen Rapids a lot too, so it's, yeah, the, the, that they looked back good against them was surprising to me. Seven double A could have a nice little section Saturday. It, it, yeah, yeah, it definitely could. Carl's in uh, in for a treat there. Um, another St. Thomas game I'm going to skip over because it's not important. Uh, Blake, oh, five, Blake. St. Thomas. Ac- Wait, whoa, remember now, I'm I'm in a cave. What did I miss? Oh, Blake, five, St. Thomas Academy, three. 
<laughs> and the uh, wheels on the luxury bus. Where is Tom Petty when I need him? The wheels on the Tesla <laughs> fall off, 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 off. <laughs> I think they, know to, they need to go to Sugar Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is not, not yeah, going well at St. Thomas right now. No. These losses are bad. They yeah. play the casino this week. I noticed that. Yeah, so they have some redemption against the good squad. I just, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird for how streaky they started the year, like with good wins. Yeah, and. This is a team that's beaten Creighton twice, beat me Dinah. (laughs) Lost to Blake. Lost to Blake. I mean, ever since the seven. running time by Benilde, running time by Edina. Yeah, it's there's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah, yeah, and they're way out of the race for the number one seed now. Oh like, yeah, even with the two yeah, wins over Creighton. Yeah, Creighton's like Eastview. Um, S the bed too. Yeah, on that. and yeah, we'll Peter get to the next different one. Word on our yeah, I don't podcast. know what's going to happen two through four there now. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. nobody knows. <laughs> Cottage Grove. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't laugh. Yeah. Well, and that's where this next score, Apple Valley 4, Rosemount 4 in overtime. This is where it just. It oh, just. Maybe Apple Valley's too. Shut the. Shut no. The, oh, no. They beat. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, that's a section meeting I don't want to go to. Yeah, if Sickish has his way and puts Apple Valley at two, like, hats off to him. He, yeah. I, I wonder if, if, if Mike R- R- Randolph's Black Magic at seeding meeting supplies the 3AA, too. Does, does I, Mike, yeah. I, I don't I think. Bet, I bet that sends around. I, sorry, St. Thomas does not get Black Magic at seeding meetings anymore. No. <laughs> no. He's going to learn the definition of private school. Yeah. <laughs> In a public section. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this section is really weird after Creighton. Yeah. Really weird. Um, Rochester Lords 3, Breck 2 in overtime. Why are you reading that? My ears hurt. I, Why? Ow. Yeah. Why did you be say done by that? 10 okay. Read that score. Please, delete. Chas- Chaska, <laughs> delete that. Chaska 4, Chan 2. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's a That's good. relevant <laughs> section hockey right there. Okay, can I throw another relevant section one out there? Just don't say Rochester Lord, please. So Rochester, John Marshall, <laughs> um, Eden Prairie five, Minnetonka three. Yep. Okay. And uh, yeah. number one, baby, number one. Yeah, EP's number yeah, one. They're number one in the section. But fourteen. Mm-hmm. And, and, but fourteen in our hearts and minds. <laughs> forever, uh, forever fourteen. Forever fourteen. Yeah. Um, we laugh, but they're going to be in the state tournaments. Yeah, I know. I know. Laugh all you want, and they they could win a first round game if the Absolutely. team that they're playing just doesn't they play, show up, doesn't play to their handicap. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, look what they did to Edina, and they could be the number four team in the state tournament because they're Eden Prairie, and, and you know, playing on Friday. Night. Yeah, they're going to get seated third. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah, no, they won't get seated. Um, Benil three, St. Louis Park zero. This game was tight to the end. This was a good, yeah. good, you know, effort by St. Louis Park. 
Despite not having a goal. Head scratcher. <laughs> that yeah. yeah. You know what? Sam uh Hadley's friend, we'll call him, who plays at Jefferson, said that said that we'll call a friend. Friend who's a boy. Uh, uh Sam said when they were Jefferson was playing Salem's Park, this just hit me. He said, Yeah, the A D was coaching. Ah, <laughs> huh. sure. Sorry, I just forgot that. <laughs> just thought it was relevant to that Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> thanks for bringing later, that up there. two hours later. Sorry, Tommy. it just hit me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is not clicking a lot here. Um, that's it all, is late. That's all the scores I have, Tony. I, that's I got, it? I got nothing else. That's it? What a fantastic uh, segment of this show. I'm excited to get on to the Pickums, but before we do that, let's talk about the Red Black Leagues. Check them out at redblackleagues.com, an outstanding league for lots of different types of players. you got your multi-sport athletes who want to continue to play a little bit of hockey in the offseason or the preseason. you got the uh, the guys who want to maybe prove themselves against varsity players. JV guys want to prove against, against varsity players. J-Gold guys that want to come play. It's also a great way to meet other players of your same caliber and hook up with other players from other teams. Uh, you'll see competition from all over the state, even western Wisconsin and northern and central Minnesota play in this league as well. Check out the redblackleagues.com. Thank you to those guys for their sponsorship each and every week on this show. Uh, take it away with the interview with Alex Bump. Well, thank you, Tony. Yes, we are joined here with senior forward from Prior Lake, Alex Bump. Alex, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. Yeah, glad to have you. Have yeah, you having me? So let's let's get it on the table. Are you warmed up from hockey day yesterday? How was that? Um, yeah, it was fun. Um, I mean, it wasn't too cold. I was I was good mostly the whole. I mean, in between periods when I went back in. Document went cold. It was a little bit chilly at the at the beginning of the periods, but I was I was I was mostly wearable game. So did you wear four pairs of pants like Danny did, or no? No, I did not. Game like this? I, I just wore my uh, under under gear, and I was fine. Did you see? Um, I I think it was Kaher on East Grand Forks was wearing a hoodie. <laughs> No, I did not. Yeah, that was <laughs> really? that was probably one of the more unique hockey day items yeah. I've ever seen. Um, so, how, how was the game? How was the ice on your level? It looked like it was the puck was just moving and the boards were bouncy as all could be. Yeah, it felt fast. The ice was the ice was pretty good. It was it was a little faster speed to it. The puck wasn't bouncing as much. But later, towards the end of the periods, it, it, it got pretty pretty bad, I'd say. So, uh, you guys uh, have been looking forward to this. Is that fair to say all year? Or was this, like, on your schedule yeah. as something like, yes, uh, hockey day? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, knowing that, did you know anything about the uniforms coming into hockey day? No, we found out. We saw the jerseys, like, three days before hockey day kind of looked at them and were like a little skeptical of them, but, <laughs> but they they're, they were cool. I mean, for the most part. let's talk about the cool parts right, right now. The, yeah. the shells on the breezers, those were awesome. Yeah. Those, those went with the Jersey. The yellows actually matched. Oh, really? <laughs> our, our yellow jerseys don't, 
don't really go well with Prior Lake, but well, yeah, that yeah. I think it's fair to say though that you guys are the Oregon Ducks of high school hockey with five jerseys at least. <laughs> yeah, I think we're at six now. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay, now let's talk about a little bit of the strange with the Hockey Day jerseys. What was – who were the players? <laughs> so it was me, Jackson Anderson, Will Schumacher, Sam Rice on the back of them. Jackson was on the sleeve. And then our assistant coach, Maddie Crist, was on was on the front. And then a he couple put himself more. on there. Yeah, he <laughs> put himself on there. see this game know what's going on they're like basically sublimated players on you know outlines <laughs> on the back and on the front too apparently and yeah so yeah. it was that was new and weird <laughs> but i i thought as a whole the blue and the yellow that was a great color scheme i thought that was some of your best jerseys it's better than the cheeto jersey um <laughs> at least and so yeah i i was a fan of that let's say yeah um, okay, so let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, you came back for your senior year. You were in the USHL. You were playing for Omaha. Um, why why did you come back? Um, hockey they had a big part to do with it, but we I mean we haven't really made it past second round exceptions yet. So we kind of we figured that we kind of had the job to do this year, and I mean we haven't had the best season so far, but. I think we'll, we'll figure it out when we get there, but mostly hockey day <laughs> and trying to make it to the state tournament, I think is a big deal with it. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your season, you know, and how it's gone. You know, you had some early losses that, you know, I think maybe some of us weren't expecting, you know, Holy Family and, uh, you know, Eastview Rosemount. Um, talk about how the team reacted to those and how you tried to, you know, you know pick up after those, those losses. Yeah, we were we were kind of down on ourselves for a little bit. Not a lot of guys had confidence. We were like, oh, boy, how's the season going to go? But, I mean, we we started to win some games. I mean, we lost an OT against like, the South, one of the better teams in the state. I mean, we had a good game that game, but, I mean, couldn't win. But I think we're all, we're all figuring it out right now, trying to play together as a team more. Mm-hmm. I, think we'll, I think we'll win some big games when we get there. I think one of the turning points of your season has to be the Minnetonka game, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that was that was a big that was a big win for us. A big yeah. section win, at least. Yeah. And then um, talk a little bit about what what makes this team so good, too. You know, why do you have so much potential? Uh, I think we probably have like some of the most skill in the in the state. I think. <laughs> Some guys think that it's just a one man one man game, but that's what we're starting to figure out right now that it's not. So I think once we figure out how to play together as a team of five, you know, the five, I think we'll we'll win some hockey games. All right, sounds good. Um, I think we can transition to some some games of the future. Uh, Alex, do you want to stick around for the pickums? Yeah. 
Okay, so let's um, let's look at some games that aren't Pick'em um, this week. So um, Hill and Minnetonka will play. Uh, Blaine and Centennial in what used to be a 5AA tilt. Um, the Lake Conference really gets underway this week, right, Carl? you got Wyzetta Edina, Eden Prairie Edina. Mm-hmm. Just more probably Wyzetta, Minnetonka stuff. We are deep into that loop of them playing each other endlessly and it really complicating all sections eating. <laughs> and um, Benilde plays Matamidi. Moorhead and Warroad should be a good game. Hill and St. Thomas. Um, White Bear Lake goes up to Grand Rapids. Could be interesting. And Maple Grove goes over to Hermantown. That's, did I miss anything, Carl? Those are the big ones. I'll probably be at that last game. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Non Duluth East tilt that Carl attends. This is a first. This happens occasionally. Not that often. Don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Carl, you want to run pickums? Sure. Yeah, I can do this in Tony's absence. So, uh, Alex, we're just going to roll through these five games and we'll we'll go in the same order for each one. Um, And, uh, so the first game we have is Rozo against Warroad, rematch of the game that Warroad won a few weeks ago, five to nothing. Uh, we have Tony's picks here. So Tony, with the first pick, takes Warroad. Um, we're going in age order as usual, so I will go second. And uh, I'm going to take Rozo this time. Andy, who you got? Um, I, you know, where's this game getting played, Carl? Do you remember? This game is being played at Warroad. See, it, w- Rosso tends to win at the Gardens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. This is the bounce back win that they need, and Warroad's on a little bit of a slide after the Hermantown game. All right, so Danny picks Rosso. Alex, Rosso or Warroad? I'm going Warroad. All right, sounds good. Okay, next one. Uh, these are two teams that Alex knows pretty well uh, in the same conference: Lakeville South and Lakeville North, meeting for the second time this season. Like Bill South won the first time around. Uh, I'm up first this time, and I'm going to pick South to win this one again. Danny? Um, I saw Lakeville South play after your game. Um, I saw them play on Wednesday against Eden Prairie. I thought they looked really good. That's a team of just grinders. Um, Really like that Dom's line a lot as a second line. I'm going to go Lakeville South on this one. All right, Alex, talk a little bit about these teams since you know them pretty well. Then tell us who you got. Yeah, I'd have to say South is more of a grinding team, but I'd I'd say North probably has some more skill. I'm going to go North on this one. I think it's a game that they're going to win. All right. Next up, we've got uh, a Class A battle. Uh, Got Cambridge Ice Ante making its probably debut in these pickums. Yes, yes, (laughs) it is. Middle Falls. Okay. Uh, Danny, you're up first. I think I'm actually going to go to this game. Um, this is a big 5A matchup, possible section final. But, you know, after the Monticello loss for Cambridge, I'm losing hope with them. I think I'm going to go a little false here. It's getting played at the exchange. Yeah. All right. Alex, do you know anything about these teams? <laughs> we forgive no. you if you don't. <laughs> I'm going a little false. Sounds good. You just gotta go with the right. Hanowski score, and that's you know when you have an Hanowski behind the bench, you know goals are gonna happen. Uh, Tony has also taken Little Falls, and I think we're gonna make this one a clean sweep here. 
<laughs> All of us take little falls. All right, next one we've got is Maple Grove going up to Grand Rapids. Uh, interesting battle of two top double-A teams. Alex, you go first on this one. Mm, I've never, never really seen these two teams play. I'll probably go Grand Rapids. Okay. Tony also takes Grand Rapids. Um, for my part, um, and I'm really kind of wondering about Maple Grove. I think they have a lot to prove, and this is a chance to do it. So I'm going to go with the Crimson. Danny? Uh, you know I can't pick against the Thunderhawks. I, I think of they, course not. they've been in a lot of close games. The tie yesterday you know, definitely um, stacks up there for me. I think this is the one that they finally break through, and they get a W here. Okay. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> our, okay. Then our, our final game in Pickums this week is Pryor Lake against St. Thomas Academy. Um, Tony, you know, tr- always tries to pick against our guest. Here has chosen St. Thomas Academy already, but Tony clearly has not watched St. Thomas over the past few weeks, so we all know what's happening to St. Alex, Thomas. I am also a St. Thomas grad, so you don't want to hurt my feelings. I, I can understand that, too. Mm-hmm. But I, on the other hand, have no problem hurting Danny's feelings, and we'll take Pyro Lake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danny, what's your pick? Uh, my feelings have been hurt by this St. Thomas team. I really have to pick Pryor Lake. <laughs> yeah. All right, Alex, we've never had a guest pick, pick against their own team. Do you want to be the first one? Nope, I'm going with us. <laughs> this is a game to prove something to the people that don't really believe in us right now, so... Yeah. There we go. Well, that's fair enough. Um, Thank you, Alex, for coming on. And thank you to our sponsors, the Red Black League um, and Tradition Companies. And thank you to Carl and Tony for not showing up for half of the show today um, because of uh, squirtacular obligations. But um, thank you, everybody. And we'll see you around the rink. Yeah, thank you for having me.